Alright, what's up everybody? Welcome to the show. Here we are. Hi. Lauren, how you doing? <laughs> doing great, feeling fabulous. Mm-hmm. So that that's Lauren. I'm Quinn. We're uh this is our is this uh is this your first time on a podcast? It is <laughs> like ever. That's wild. Ever. Because I'm, I'm like, I mean, you know, you know how I'm a, I'm a seasoned veteran. I've done like three podcasts yes. in my life. So I don't best. know if, I'm not sure if you're, you're feeling intimidated by that or not. But. Um, voice acting has always been my biggest fear. So this is <laughs> voice acting adjacent. So, but talking is always my strong suit. So yeah, fair enough. Feeling all right. <laughs> Funny because we basically met because I started getting you to do voice acting for me. I know. I definitely very did not realize that, that was your biggest fear. Maybe that would have been something uh, good for you to have told me. <laughs> but now no, we know. Of now course that it's, it's over. <laughs> I would never have told you that because then you wouldn't have let me do it. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, so we're here. We are uh, uh, Lauren's very first podcast. So it's going to be a uh, uh, an interesting uh, little experiment here. We're going to see how this thing goes. We're going to do what we would be doing when we're not recording this, which is just talking about movies. And uh, mm. particularly the Oscars, because uh, Lauren's made it very clear to me that the Oscars is like one of the most important things in your life, probably. Yep. <laughs> is, that, is that fair to say? Um, I think it's obviously I've always been very interested in like film and everything. Um, but something I always followed like as a kid was the Oscars. Um, oh, really? I think I follow it like I definitely follow it na- like now. A lot more. I like try to watch all the movies and everything before the show, but I mm. always would like sit down and watch even other like award shows. I'd always watch the Grammys, even though I have no interest in like music in that way. Uh, something about award shows, I just love. That's funny. So even, even when you were a kid, you were just like you would just like yeah. watch them with your family or whatever. I used to get dressed up. I used to like put on a <laughs> dress or something. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. That's- that's funny. Yeah, it was. That's funny because I had a very like totally different experience. I was like, I like could not have given less of a shit <laughs> up until just like once I really started getting into movies. Like, like it, it was always something I knew. Like, I like just kind of hear about and I'd be like, oh, like that was I heard that movie like one Best Picture. Like, maybe I should watch it kind of thing. But it was only mm-hmm. like the last like five years when I got really like like obsessive over movies and and started like going back and watching all the stuff I hadn't seen, and, like all the classics and things that were like embarrassing that i hadn't seen <laughs> which is probably mm-hmm. we talked about will probably be a subject of another episode which would yes. be fun but uh it was only like going like w- once i really got into film that i was like it started to become something because you realize like the more you get into it how much more there is it's not just like what's the best movie there's so much more to it yeah and it's all these weird like politics and show business mm-hmm machinations behind the behind the scenes and everything which makes it arguably a lot more interesting than like any other kind of like like any kind of other kind of competition because it's very not objective (laughs) i think the thing i love about it is i've always loved this idea of like show business Mm. um so i think it's just like the culmination of all that it's like a look inside a show business fabulous <laughs> yeah, That's and great. it's. It, I think it's also fun because of how frustrating it can be <laughs> in a way. Yeah. Because because like things get snubbed and things that like should you think uh, a lot of things like a lot. I mean, a lot of the best picture winners just like straight up should not have won. I don't think that's a. Yeah. I don't think that's a controversial it's, well, it's opinion. Subjective. 
I don't think yeah. it's controversial. I think a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of what makes it fun. If it was just always the yeah. movie I, I liked the most, then it, then I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It'd be care. so boring. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, by the time you, the listeners, if we have any, are uh, are <laughs> hearing this, the uh, uh, well, it'll be a little past. But today, the Oscar nominations came out which was uh, quite exciting. And uh, speaking of, of frustrating, there's definitely a couple of things that uh, yeah. I want to get to. I have, I have a lot of thoughts. So we'll, uh, we'll get, we'll get to, to that in a bit. But I definitely want to go through and talk about a couple of things we've seen recently. Uh, I've got a couple of movies I'm like like dying to talk about and I finally have a, an, an outlet to <laughs> and yeah. someone to talk about them with. So we're, we're going to do that. You want to you wanna start off or you want me to, uh, to start off with um, uh, what I've been watching? Sure, I'll start off with one. Um, right. First one I have is actually a TV show. Um, mm-hmm. I started watching Mr. Robot because it's my boyfriend's mm. favorite TV show, and he told me I had to watch it. So, oh wow! Um, I I've watched almost the entire first, maybe the first season. I think I may have like started um, the first episode of season two or something. And it's a show I've always heard lots about. I'm a huge Rami Malek fan, so it was always, like, in my peripherals. But it just always seemed like a, you know, boy show. So, like, (laughs) I wasn't, like, super interested in actually starting it. Um, Right. But I just, like, watched the first episode. And I was kind of surprised at how much I liked it. It's, I feel, like, really different than a lot of shows I've seen. Mm -hmm. It's Um, very, uh, it's very cinematic, yeah, and I love shows like that. I I think I think all kinds of shows are <laughs> all shows are good, but like there's a time and place for all shows are good. Um there's a time and place for different things. Like sometimes you'd want like just a stupid sitcom and something like, you know, jokey. But sometimes like you want something bigger and something yeah, more mm-hmm. beautiful. Um, some with some, some meat on the bones. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I think it's really good. Um, I'm really liking the acting. There's a few choices more on the technical side, actually, that I've noticed, like, kind of bother me. Um, mm. Like, for example, there's two characters. Of course, I don't remember the names of the characters. But there's two girls who look exactly the same. Right. I do. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, and like from a like a production standpoint, I think that's so insane. I thought they were the same people <laughs> for like two or three episodes because they're also from somewhat similar parts of his life. Um, um, the Rami Malek's character, mm-hmm. um, and so it's really confusing because they aren't. They very clearly aren't the same character, and they have very like distinct um, roles in the show. But yeah. you don't realize that when you think they're the same person because their hair <laughs> and their makeup and their outfits are very similar. And I thought that was like really jarring when I noticed they were different people. I was like, "Oh, what the fuck!" I was like, "Literally, who are these people?" <laughs> I was so confused. But I mean, like, besides little things like that, I think it's a really good show. Um, we'll see if I end up finishing it. It's not like maybe the kind of show I would seek out myself, but I do think it's mm. really good. 
Yeah, I remember uh, it's it's been a long time. I, I remember I, I caught up with the first season probably uh, that's probably like four, three or four years ago at the one of my my old roommates uh, was really into it. And he basically told me he's like he had seen the whole show, I think, at least at that point. I don't know if it was finished by then, but he basically said, like, watch the first season and then don't bother with the rest. So that, that was basically <gasps> I've what I did. heard the opposite. Oh really? That, that my just boyfriend was like, "Get through the first season, and then it's better." Yeah, so oh, okay, interesting okay, how true. you can have different opinions on those. Yeah, but I, I, I really like about the Office. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I really loved. Uh, I, I really enjoyed the first season, but uh, I kind of felt like it. It, I just kind of enjoyed it almost more as just like knowing that like I had had this recommendation of just like just watch the first season. I kind of just like watched it as a mini series, mm. and, and like in my mind, so I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh yeah, this is kind of just a, this is just like." that's the story i thought i thought it was it didn't like blow me away but i was like this is like definitely it's definitely tv by someone who knows how to make tv and it, it had very uh, totally. like kind of specific vision totally. like it looked it was like it definitely felt like it was like that i think it's sam esmail as a creator it definitely feels like mm-hmm. very very like one person's vision and they just like they knew what they were doing and they executed on it and i'm not i'm not a huge uh rami malik guy he he kind of <gasps> I, just just generally in the the few things i've seen him and oh. he doesn't really work for me i think he's got like a really good look like he's just like he's a very striking guy but just yeah his, totally. but I, there's something about him just just i feel like but i feel like mr robot is like the perfect use of him and i just haven't mm-hmm. seen anything else where i thought that he was like well placed if that makes sense like, i don't think he's a bad actor i just think like that show was so perfect for him i was like everything else just feels like it. i guess it almost ruined it ruined him for, like for me in a way because i was like that not was just, even like, uh, the perfect use not for night him. at the museum was he in night at the museum <laughs> yeah oh my god <laughs> he plays the emperor <laughs> oh my god really yes and that's how, when i first like oh that's sh- the first time i saw him in something and i was like he's incredible <laughs> wow I, man i haven't thought about night in the museum in a very very long time i think about that movie way more than i love that movie i actually that that might uh that might be a good rewatch i now now that you mention it i I used to when i was a kid i used to watch uh i used to like watch that that was one of those ones that was just like always on like just like someone's having sleepover that that movie's on like i I always say the same Mm -hmm. thing about like do you remember there was that animated movie called over the hedge Oh, I was thinking about Over the Hedge the other day. It was it, it's such a, a wild movie, but it's it's just like that was the same way. It's just like it was just on all the time. Anytime I would like, mm-hmm. I was like like just be like hanging out with friends when I was a kid. That would always be the movie that'd be thrown on. It was the same thing with Night at the Museum. Like I've probably seen that movie like like twenty times just for, yeah. for no reason. But it's a uh, yeah. Now that you mentioned, I kind of want to kind of want to watch it again <laughs> and see uh, see uh, how well uh, Rami Malek has aged. <laughs> hmm. yeah so that's uh you got anything else on uh mr robot there um i don't know there's some intense scenes in that show which i wasn't expecting <laughs> it's definitely like a, a there are some episodes that are really heavy which is i think sometimes really good for a show sometimes not <laughs> i think it's a hit or miss kind of thing all right, yeah, so my uh, my first one I've been watching. I don't have any TV on my list. This is uh, this is strictly movies here. Uh, first one is uh, one that I just watched uh, a couple days ago. Um, I-, I wanted to ask you, what, what's does the name Kevin Williamson mean anything to you? Not at all. 
Uh, okay, I, I, I didn't... have never heard that name in my life. Oh, bummer. Sorry bummer to you. everyone that I, I've offended. I, I, did, <laughs> I did. I didn't think so because you're not really you're not really a horror person, which I What's I very much name, am. Uh, Kevin Williamson. But uh, Kevin Williamson, he he's done he's he's done some good stuff. He's done some bad stuff, but he's really well known for being the screenwriter of Scream, the original Scream movie. Ah, and I believe he it. wrote the second and the fourth one, and possibly the fifth one. And he's basically like like probably probably not my generation because the first Scream came out the year I was born, <laughs> but uh, mm. the generation before <laughs> me is uh, kind of like like slasher king. Like he's he like totally. Uh, reinvented the the slasher movie. He's very important to the uh, and just Scream in general is very very important to the kind of the the whole canon of horror movies. And mm-hmm. my boy Kevin Williamson, he's back and he's got a new slasher movie. <laughs> it's a uh, on Peacock, which uh, is probably why uh, a lot of people are not going to know what this is. But uh, this is a movie called Sick, which uh, when you see the movie, you'll mm-hmm. realize why that's such a uh, such a genius title. <laughs> it's uh, it, it was i i just i fucking love this movie it, it was just like it, it worked on all levels like i i know that uh a lot of people recently have been talking about uh you know about this movie plane right this uh the gerard butler uh the action movie have you heard about that no no okay, well basically just like i what mean it's, it, it's 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 a it's this uh plane. this movie that just came out it's literally just called plane and I remember people were losing their minds over this movie because it's just it's just plain, and that's just what it is. It's it's an action movie, and there's a plane, and that's what it is. And awesome. It's absolutely yeah. no bullshit. And there's there's a, there's <laughs> there's no, nothing unnecessary. It's just it's just what it is. It's just plain, and that's kind of how I feel about sure. this movie. Sick. It's just like it's it's very no. Like... It's it, they're just sick. Yeah, exactly. And it's a <laughs> sick movie. Let me tell you, this movie oh, was wow. sick. <laughs> It's a, it's, it's just a very, really good, uh, kind of bare bones, just like no, no filler, just like really well constructed slasher movie. It basically takes place in, uh, around like March, April, 2010, 2020, right. Kind of in the really kind of scary, uncertain sort of beginning of the pandemic when nobody sort of knew what was happening. And it was, it was just kind of like a, a crazy time for society in general, which was not, mm-hmm it took a little bit of getting used to to kind of getting back into that zone watching this movie but uh it's 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 a really interesting it's basically just a a slasher movie taking place during a quarantine in a covid pandemic so the uh it, it's it's really interesting it's it, it has been i've i've seen online some people sort of politicizing this movie like i think is kind of was to be expected with a a movie that's kind mm-hmm. of about the pandemic it's kind of inevitable but really the yeah. I, I don't really see any sort of deeper meaning in this movie. It's just the 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 pandemic and quarantine being stuck in this location with only a couple people is just it's just the perfect setup for just a really good tight like Black Christmas style slasher movie. And it's mm. it's just great. Like the the writing is so smart. The characters actually are are uh, not super super well rounded, but they act like real people, which I appreciate it and Sometimes they make stupid decisions because it's a horror movie, but sometimes they make really good decisions. The uh, the direction uh, John Hyams directed this. Uh, he's a a pretty prolific action director. Uh, he he does a great job. There's some really good long take uh, action. The action is very clear, and it is like for a slasher movie, it's actually very action heavy. And uh, like like I said, a lot of nice like long takes of 
these uh these these awesome uh uh kind of chase scenes there's a lot of really inventive stuff some really cool stuff i've never seen in the slasher movie before and it's just like very it, there's it's just like it's just exactly what it needed to be and doesn't try to be anything more it uh, it has a fun twist but it doesn't try to get too deep on you it's just like it was like everything i wanted from like a really good slasher movie and i was i was i was a little worried because uh, like i said kevin williamson can be a little hit or miss sometimes sometimes he can can mm-hmm. i go it can go a little too far up its own ass <laughs> fine but uh but this one was just like him really getting back to like like it's probably the movie that he's done that feels the closest to the scream movies in like the best mm. way because i i love the scream franchise i think it's probably my favorite like kind of overall horror franchise just because it's so consistent there's not really a bad they haven't really made a single bad movie in my opinion at least but uh it's it's great it's just it's just well directed uh, well acted like everything's just really efficiently done it's like it's like 83 minutes long it's just like in and out super quick super fun and i just like i just had a blast watching it so that's sick and uh i yeah i highly recommend it for me if if you if that sounds like something you'd be into then you would like it (laughs) you know what i mean it's yeah if you like if you like that kind of thing if you like scream or any kind of if you want to see a good slasher movie a good kind of action horror like there's you literally cannot go wrong with this movie as someone who does not watch horror movies, and I don't think I'll ever be someone who actively like seeks out horror films, everybody tells me I need to see Scream. They say if you're gonna watch anything, watch Scream. Yeah, so. honestly, that's like that's kind of it's either like that or like Get Out or like the two that like e- even if you don't like it, like if yeah. you're gonna watch like one horror movie, it's got to be one of those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've heard that Get Out's actually not scary in the way that like of this kind of scary i don't like i've heard get out and like nope and stuff like that i like would probably be more my speed so mm-hmm. yeah i mean I definitely hate... it's definitely not like 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 gory or very violent it's just like it, mm-hmm. it's just it's just it's more like it's more fun <laughs> than than, uh, yeah. than that and, and scream is is the same way it's and it's a fun kind of like it's good to watch if you don't kind of know the history of horror but if you do it's also fun because you can there you can see all the all the kind of like echoes of like of uh of sort of like the the movies that came before and it's like commenting and kind of subverting on the on like what came before it which is but it's also just a a fun movie and some some great uh uh nev campbell and matthew lillard a bunch of awesome uh 90s actors yeah it's it's a fun time i recently watched the trailer for screen or yeah for the original scream because mm-hmm. I had an audition for a horror film and one of the references was Scream. And oh, no I was way. like, maybe I can I was like, maybe I can watch the movie. Um, maybe it's not so scary. And I literally just watched the trailer. I couldn't finish it. It was too scary. <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> that Drew oh, Barrymore man. scene oh, it's is so good. my it's worst so good. nightmare. It it, it is <laughs> truly horrifying. I know she's like, she's not even in the movie, is she? She just does that one bit, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that was the thing that was like so kind of revolutionary about it. Not to go too deep down this rabbit hole, because we'll be be here all yeah. day. But basically, <laughs> when, when that when that movie uh, came out, she was a huge star. Like, she was like yeah. top of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, And so they, they basically, she was supposed to play the Nev Campbell character, the main character. Uh, and she ended up, they... I can't remember if it was her call or if it was Wes Craven who directed it, but one of they basically decided to put her in this scene and almost did like the um, 
the psycho thing where they uh um have, have you seen psycho no okay i, I don't I want to spoil to. it for you but <laughs> can you spoil but, that old of a movie i i guess i can <laughs> i think i can <laughs> it's been long uh, enough yeah but uh <laughs> do where they they kill off the uh, the main character partway through the movie very unexpectedly and like it, mm-hmm. it's a very similar situation in the uh, in scream where like she's there the first scene like oh there's there's no way she's gonna die because she's like the star of the movie and then the fact that they actually kill her and this like actually pretty mm-hmm. it's like the definitely the most gruesome part of the movie it's it's very violent Horrifying. uh but the uh the, the fact that that was like even before like the before the credits and and it really like that was pretty revolutionary to just like use the audience's expectations and like the baggage that they bring into oh this person's famous this is the star of the movie and like weaponize that Mm -hmm. against you was like kind of mind-blowing you know what movie and this is such a random movie but a movie that did that too oh wait wait um, can i guess can i guess i think i know the one you're talking about i don't think you do is it is it that movie life no oh life Like it's a, it was like an alien ripoff that did something very, very similar. Oh. I thought that's no, where you were a, going. It's a newer movie. I think it came out last year. The Lost City with Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock. Right, right, Not, right. I, okay, spoilers, I started it. I haven't finished it. Oh, can I tell you a spoiler? Yeah, just, just, uh, yeah, go for it. Spoilers, spoilers. Brad Pitt's in it, right? Mm-hmm. He dies so quickly and violently unexpectedly (laughs) i was watching this movie and i go well that's brad pitt they're not gonna kill brad pitt and then Mm. he just dies i when i tell you i screamed in the theater i screamed (laughs) out loud because i was not expecting it because exactly that i was like it's brad pitt they're not gonna kill brad pitt like 20 minutes into the movie yeah i I, I love that it's it's like this movie uh uh, I'll spoil this one because it's really not a very good movie. You don't have to watch it, but this movie Life was the exact same. Where it's it's yeah, it's basically like like Alien and Ryan Reynolds is in it and he's like top build and they kill him like twenty minutes into the movie and I was like, mm. I was like, wow, this is a this is quite a bold choice. It's gonna be a great movie and then it was not. It was not very oh. good. But <laughs> we but could I talk about Ryan Reynolds. We could do a whole episode on. We What's we definitely could. We're, we're not going to right now, but we definitely no, could. because what is going on? <laughs> the, our our own local boy. <laughs> the hometown on? hero yeah all right so what else, what else you got for me another one on my list a uh, movie i saw recently and we'll talk about a little bit i don't know maybe when we get to the nominations is puss mm. in boots the last wish <laughs> i <laughs> saw dying it, to see this <laughs> i saw it i think last week and i gotta say harry styles was onto something when he said I love this movie because it feels like a movie. <laughs> I went and saw Puss in Boots in theaters, accidentally bought tickets to 3D, not a problem. Mm. And I was glad, actually glad we did in the end because it was just just a good movie. Like sometimes I, I really get into like, you know, cinematic, beautiful movies or, you know, movies with like such like a strong like message or like whatever mm-hmm. like deep movies this movie it had a really strong mess a very strong and clear message through the whole thing mm. but it was just a good movie it was just like going to the theater and having fun it was funny 
And it reminded me a lot of when I was a kid and I would go to the theater. I used to go to the theater so often as a kid and there'd always be, Hmm. especially animated movies like this. I saw Shrek in theaters, you know what I mean? Like it was just very serendipitous to this movie or very, you know, because it's the same world. It just felt like going to the movies again. You know, I might never watch this movie again, or maybe it's going to be on, you know, I love cable. Maybe it'll be on <laughs> cable and I'll put it on or whatever. But it was just really fun. And yeah, well, I've only heard good things about it from other people too. Yeah, I was I was kind of blown away. Like when when I started hearing people saying like, this is like five stars, this movie is amazing. I, I literally mm-hmm. thought this was like a, uh, I thought this was going to be like another Gentle Minions thing where people were like, <laughs> doing it like as like a meme yeah. like, like as a joke yeah. like, like oh, the Puss in so Boots movie is amazing too. and then like I was like no like it, I saw like actual movie reviewers were like no this is actually really good and it's I really good I, I don't movie. <laughs> I don't really watch trailers very much anymore I like I like sit in the Me theater neither. and I like clo- I like plug my ears and close my eyes like a lunatic know, but, uh, totally. but I watched I did I was so curious I watched the trailer for this and I was like this looks like fucking into the spider-verse like like this is such a that's crazy, what i've like, heard over and over up. again it's wild it, it looks it looks amazing I, I can't wait to check it out it seems like something that would be yeah. good to see in a theater too totally totally i think so yeah that's that's hmm. it's 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 just it's just wild to me it's uh, that like i mean shout out to them really just i mean you could they could have easily just made a just any old puss in boots movie but they really they really they really went hard on I this know. one it's uh it's, it's pretty cool I think, especially in the last, I don't know, like five years, I think we've gotten to a really weird place with movies where I think no one was really making just a good movie. You know what I mean? Either they were Hmm. trying to make like an awards movie or they were just pumping out like garbage to make a quick buck out of a movie, you know, or like try to put something on streaming. And, and it was, it was really movie making nice. with an agenda. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it was just nice to see just a mo- like just something made to be a good movie, you know? Right. And I feel like there was yeah, it felt like there was absolutely no agenda behind it, just a fun <laughs> story. Um and I miss it. I think movies are back. Movies were <laughs> gone and movies are coming back. I'm happy to see it. Yeah, thanks to uh, thanks to my boy uh, Big Jim Cameron. He's uh, he's bringing it back. <laughs> oh, I saw Avatar and IMAX too. I could have talked about that, but God. Oh yeah, I saw it. You got to you got to do IMAX 3D for Avatar. That was wild. You do. Movie? You really do. Movie was okay. IMAX movie was amazing. <laughs> it was it was it was really something. Yeah. So uh, speaking of uh, movies, we're definitely going to be talking about later. Uh, I also got to see recently um, the uh, the newest adaptation, Netflix adaptation of uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. Do you, mm. do you know anything about this one? I have heard little bits. Um, I haven't seen any versions of it. I haven't seen the new one or any of the old ones. Um, have not read the book. But I'm, yeah, I've uh, heard of it for sure. Yeah, because basically the, the, I guess the story is um, – it was for it was made twice it was made back in the 30s uh mm-hmm. like shortly after i believe the book came out in 1928 and then uh there was a movie an american movie in the 30s and then later a tv movie in the 70s which i've heard is really good i haven't i, I haven't had a chance to 
check it out. It's, I've been meaning to since I saw this, but uh, I had kind of a funny story coming into this one because I saw, I had seen that it was coming out. I'd seen like a teaser on like kind of the Netflix homepage. And uh, I actually texted my, my buddy, Henry, who, uh, if you're listening to this, sh- shout out, Henry. <laughs> uh, shout out, Henry. He, he's, he's like, he is like obsessed with uh, like World War One and World War Two, a- any kind of like books or, or movies, anything like that. He's just really into that, that kind of that era. And I just texted him. I was like, hey, like, is this like, do, have, do you know about this? Like, do you think this is gonna be worth watching? He was like, uh, he was like, yeah, but read the book, like the book, the book's amazing. And so literally the like two days later, I was in uh, a thrift store and I found the book. So I was like, oh, this is like fate. <laughs> this is so like serendipitous. I got to buy this. So I, uh, so I read it. Uh, uh, I just finished it uh, a couple, like maybe a couple weeks ago. And the book is amazing. It was, it's, it's not, not a fun sit necessarily. It's a, it's a really mm-hmm. harrowing story because the, the guy who wrote it, um, whose name is escaping me right now. Uh, actually, I have the book right here. Uh, Eric Maria Remark uh, was actually a, a German soldier. He's actually a, he was actually a veteran. So he basically wrote it like a couple of years after the war. And it's, so it's very, it feels very real and very gritty and kind of grounded and super realistic. And really that kind of puts you in, in that, uh, the, in just in the, the German trenches. And it's, it's really interesting because you, you rarely ever hear kind of a human, so okay, humanized, view of the german side like told from the german perspective from uh even mm. the world wars especially world war one which isn't told nearly as much as world war two so i yeah. i i'd love the book even though the that's not usually something that would interest me so i was really excited for this movie and uh i have to say it uh i was a little shocked today to see that it was i think after everything everywhere all at once it had the second highest amount of nominations tied with banshees i believe like nine nominations which yeah. is pretty pretty wild it kind of came out of nowhere and i i definitely respect the movie more than i enjoyed it i would say mm. and i do think mm-hmm. it's it's a little it's feels a bit critic proof to me and like i feel like it's a hard movie to say is bad but at the same time i didn't totally love it uh, i think like it's it's a beautifully made movie the direction is is incredible the cinematography like i would not be shocked at all if it won for cinematography not to get too ahead of myself here but it's uh it would definitely deserve it um the uh, the acting is is really good across the board basically all german actors nobody uh, uh, nobody i really recognized i don't think there was really anyone uh any kind of big names um in the in the main cast at least for the the young soldiers but uh i found it was it, it's it, it's very much all quiet on the Western front in name only, which was kind of disappointing because I was really looking forward to seeing a lot of the book kind of brought to life. And they kind of take, there's probably about three or four main scenes that are ripped directly from the book. And those are like far and away the best scenes in the movie. They're like beautifully rendered. There's a, there's a one-on-one fight in, in like basically a, a mortar crater in the ground with this, this guy and uh, the main character and a, a French soldier, which is like, devastating and really hard to watch and really really effective and i thought it was just like beautifully rendered uh, there's a couple uh, uh just some great scenes from the book that are that are uh recreated so well but uh the story itself didn't feel as well constructed as the book it's it's kind of it meanders a lot i felt the pacing was kind of off like when, when the war scenes were happening it was very it was just like beautifully done but i think in between 
it to like I'm all for like a nice pace and slowing down and then giving more impact to the bigger scenes when they're happening. But it, the, the the tone and the pacing felt off to me. And uh, they do cut away, which mm. they they don't do in the book because the book is all perspective of this of these soldiers. And the movie kind of cuts away to some of the negotiations behind the scenes and all that stuff was just really. I liked the idea and I like what they were going for, but it didn't really come together and feel very cohesive to me. It kind of felt like two different movies. So it was, I think my, it's definitely a, a really good war movie and it's, it's like really well made. And I think any sort of technical nominations or, or uh, wins it gets are, are more than deserved, but as a full movie, it didn't totally work for me. I think maybe my expectations are a bit too high, but uh, it's, yeah, I, I would say it was, it was really solid. Like, really good not great i'd say it, mm. it just with a little bit more tinkering i think it could have been i think it could have been like a really exceptional movie it didn't it just didn't quite get there but uh i i, I really enjoyed it that's uh all quiet on the western front still worth a watch mm-hmm. are you a big war movie guy not really there's like i think i like like I like the ones that ever, I'm very much a normie when it comes to war movies. I, I like <laughs> I like the stuff that everybody likes. I like Dunkirk. Yeah. I like the Thin Red Line. You know, I you like, like Dunkirk. Ah, oh, I like Dunkirk. I like recent really? Dunkirk for sure. Uh, mm. Yeah, really, Lauren. I was not. <laughs> I watched it for Harry Styles, obviously, um, <laughs> and I was not a fan. Really? What? What? I, I am, I'm kind of surprised by that. Actually, what, what did you not? like about it i am not a war movie person i'm a really big mm. history buff and i have always been really interested especially in world war ii i actually mm. went on a history trip with my high school um um to europe for world war one world war ii uh history mm. um but i've never been interested in war movies just because i think Obviously, like it's a it's a really interesting you know insight, especially to um, you know the front lines and everything. But I just cannot sit through like hours of mm-hmm. like being on the battlefield. I think it's like I don't know, just like the least interesting part of war to me. The only right. war movie that I really enjoyed was Nineteen Seventeen. That movie I loved. That's so funny because um, I really, really did not like 1970. That is fascinating. I loved that movie. I just, <laughs> I just found like it, it felt so, felt very gimmicky to me, and like it was just like the whole mm. time it was just I felt like it was distracting the whole kind of like the single take thing and the it kind no, like, I felt like I was looking really? for the cuts and they oh. were so just I wasn't trying to but I just felt myself doing it and and I just felt like they it wasn't even like honestly that those the kind of like the way they would cut through felt like you could always tell and it kind of took me out of it it just wow. i didn't think it was very well hidden or like executed and it just it just felt like like i, th- I know a lot of people have said this but it just felt like a video game to me <laughs> and fascinating I, just, I-, <laughs> I did not feel that at all i really yeah. really enjoyed that movie and i i enjoyed that for me that i didn't always know what was going to happen i mean it, that movie came out a million years ago now, but um, <laughs> in terms of like how many movies I've seen since then, but like uh, that, the, one of the main characters or someone you think is a main character dies unexpectedly, mm-hmm. like semi early on. 
that I love when movies do that. I kind of love when, and I not like if they do it for the sake of trying to do something, you know, dramatic, kill off a big character. But I like when they're like not afraid to kill off someone if it makes sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I I really enjoyed that. I I thought that movie was great, and it won lots of awards. So yeah, I I, I can't I tell you though how how happy I was that. I was like so sure it was going to win best picture best picture and I uh, thought so when too. Parasite won I was like over like I couldn't even tell you how happy I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. I felt like I had won an Oscar. Wow. <laughs> because I love I adore Parasite. That's one of my all-time I really love I loved Parasite. Probably we, we one of the scariest movies I've ever Parasite. seen in my life. Oh, that movie <laughs> is like really scary to me, but I saw it because it was nominated obviously. And hmm. spooky, 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 spooky. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. But yeah, I, I, based on what you told me, I can't say that I would recommend uh, All Quiet on the Western Front to you. If anything, just I probably the book. will. The book see is it, amazing. The, the like you, I have the book. You can yeah. borrow it. It's it's <laughs> it's 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 really really good. Do you want to do one more? Or do you want to get to the nominations? Uh, I, I definitely got one more I want to talk about. So if you got something else, go for it. All right. Sure, I do. Um, it's really <laughs> funny, the things that you have on your list ba- uh, and what I have on mine. Um, I feel like the things I've watched recently don't show my love for film and the kind of movies I usually watch. <laughs> the shows Because the next thing I have is The Kardashians. Oh, we're going we are going <laughs> off going the there. rails but this is truly what i've been watching recently how many uh um, oscar nominations did that get do you do you oh, you, that? No. Okay. <laughs> just um, technical <laughs> i don't even know if they've been nominated for an emmy to be honest with you um i, I think i know have, the answer to that question actually <laughs> i've never been a kardashian jenner hater but i've never been like a stan by any means but um i've just moved out of my parents house and i don't have cable r.i.p i love cable so mm. i'm bound to streaming services which to most people is normal but i am not used to so i've been like right because you're an old uh, soul because i'm an old soul <laughs> um and so i've you know i just look through the streaming services what to watch and i I decided to watch the Kardashians. I don't know what prompted me to watch it. And it, this is the new show, not the original Keeping Up with the Kardashians, which is a different show. Um, they're exactly the same format. Just one is just called The Kardashians. Mm. Um, and, of course. Um, and it's shockingly really good. I was not expecting <laughs> I to like it. I knew it. you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah, I was not expecting to like it. I was expecting to watch one episode and turn it off. Because, I, you know, I was looking for something to turn on while I was, like, eating my dinner or something. I don't know. Um, but I've almost watched the full two seasons of this version of the show. And it's really good. I, like... Obviously, they play up storylines and they play up parts of their life, but I've been shocked at how likable they all are. People make it out to be that this show shows them in like a really bad light and that they're like horrible, crazy people. They really are very normal people in 
extraordinary circumstances. And it's actually really nice to see. I feel like compared to a lot of reality shows, one of my friends is really into reality TV. And those shows, like, people are absolutely wild. A lot of people, you know, make fake personas and, you know, exaggerate the situations and whatever. But this show, I, I feel like they're very real and pretty down to earth, which is very shocking. And mm. it's just been a really fun watch. I think um, I'm a big family person. I'm Italian. So I get the whole <laughs> family dynamic and everything. So it's just mm. nice to see like a family being a family on reality TV. Like I used to watch um, Gene Simmons family show or whatever it was called they were always like crazy absurd these people are more normal than they are like it's a little bonkers i've just gotten to the part where kim is dating pete davidson which is thrilling Is is he in the show he is i think we've seen him once so far on like how far i've gotten um and it's just also really interesting to see, like, you see little snippets of other celebrities within the show, too. And it's just interesting to see them when they're not. Obviously, they're still putting on some level of performance, like they're still on TV. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting not to see them in, like, necessarily, like, full performance um, of what they put out in the world. Um, I think especially for people like Kanye um, who we get to see a lot of. Um, but not so I much uh, it, these days, I imagine. Eh? <laughs> um, I in, in where I'm at in the show, he's actually been in it quite a bit. Um, it is post but, but this is, this separation. Is kinda, but this is before he kind of went. Uh, before he went, went full force. Yeah. Um, yeah. But when it's starting to get a little dicey. Um, so it's interesting to see that too. Um, but yeah, it's, it's funny. I, I'm really big into film. Obviously I'm big into film and everything like that. I'm an actor, but I find watching reality things, documentaries. Um, I love a docu-series. Oh, I'm obsessed mm, with those. Mm-hmm. And reality shows I just find so interesting. Um, I think part of like why I love acting so much is like, um, the reflection of the human condition and people and real lives and everything. So mm. documentaries and reality shows are really interesting to me. And yeah, it's just been so interesting to see like the show, like actually watching the show versus how people talk about the show online a lot. Um, right. Yeah, it's really, really interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, I find sometimes like reality shows are, are fun for that where you can it's om- like you can almost watch it like you can watch it like like just like while you're washing dishes or whatever but you can also kind mm-hmm. of watch it very like analytically and just be like you can almost like take it apart like you can be like like just like oh when did they like like when i'm watching the bachelor i'm like i'm like oh but they they must have <laughs> like they must have like done this interview afterwards but then the person's like yeah. acting like they didn't know this and like how did they do 100%. this? And like, and you can like watch how they're setting up the storylines. You can kind of take it apart. You can like, Im- I like, I like to imagine the people making the show while I'm watching it. <laughs> I'm always really, fascinated. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm always fascinated when they do the confessionals in, in um, reality shows, 
because they obviously filmed them after the fact. I'm mm-hmm. always amazed at how the producers get such like a genuine in the moment reaction in the confessionals from these people who aren't actors. Like mm-hmm. I always, when I was like younger, I didn't understand how they filmed it. I was like, how are they like switching back and forth? Right. You know, to <laughs> but it's, I'm always shocked because especially on some shows, I'm like, you know, the Kardashians, it makes more sense. They're seasoned professionals, but like yeah. some shows I'm like, it's fascinating how they produce these things. And yeah, it's it's really interesting to think about how they make these shows too. Yeah, I, I always find that, especially like like I, I'm not I'm definitely not not uh, not too good for reality TV. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I definitely uh, I'll definitely indulge in some every once in a while. I'm, but I, I just never I never the the whole like kind of slice of life sort of like like the Kardashians thing never I felt like I had no just no reason to ever watch that. I'm, I'm more of like, I'm more of a too hot to handle kind of guy. <laughs> Are you, really? I, I love, I do. I do like some, uh, some too hot to handle but those, wow. those shows. I, or, or like with my sister, we, we used to watch the bachelor, the bachelorette a lot. And like, I just love, like I said, I love like watching them to like, to kind of like take them apart. And just like, I, I like to imagine like myself as a producer, like how, <laughs> how mm-hmm. you would like do all these things. But it's also just, if I'm, if I'm with my boys and we're, we're, we're cracking a couple cold ones where we you know we're watching some, the, some of the bachelorette. <laughs> Hilarious. It <laughs> really sure. is though. The people who produced and like the story editors on these shows are some of the most creative minds out there. Truly like the storylines they create and they somewhat have to create them on the fly a bit. So mm-hmm. fascinating. Yeah, well, I, the literally the last thing I thought you were going to bring to <laughs> to the show was uh, I keeping watched up with, an or, array. Sorry, not of keeping up with the Kardashians. Just, Just the, Kardashians. the Kardashians. Yeah, that was, I uh, that love was... to watch a spectrum of things. I'm a you know variety is the spice of life, as they she say. She contains multitudes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that was illuminating. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so for uh, before we get to uh, to what we're really here for, I have uh, I have one more to talk about, which is a movie. I'm wondering if maybe you've heard. Uh, this definitely isn't something that you would have seen, I don't think, but something you might have heard whispers about. It's a a very small uh, kind of micro budget horror movie called Skinamarink. You, you heard say anything that? about this? Yeah. Funnily enough, I was at work yesterday, and this girl randomly brought up to me. She goes. Have you ever heard of Skinamarink? I said, mm. I literally, no. What the fuck are you talking about? And she like sort of explained this to me, and that's so funny you bring it up because she was saying how small it was. Yeah, it's well. The thing is, it was. I don't know the exact number. I know it was made for like something crazy, like twenty thousand dollars or something ridiculous. Yeah. It was. It's actually a Canadian movie. It was made in, mm-hmm. uh, I think, in Edmonton, in just like this guy. He actually yeah. has a really a really interesting story. It's a uh, Kyle Edward Balls his name, and he started out on youtube uh and basically he had this channel where he would get people it's, a, it's a, i haven't i haven't got a chance to check it out i've been meaning to actually but it's just the concept alone is amazing where basically he would get people to send in descriptions of their nightmares and then he would film oh, them god. or like try and recreate oh, them oh god that is horrifying which is a genius i, I i'm like i wish i had, i wish it's i had a great idea i can't believe horrifying. it it's <laughs> and so that that's that definitely like 
I think that kind of illuminated and kind of gave some context to what I watched because uh, seeing this movie was quite an experience. Uh, it was um, because I like I was like I said it, it's a low budget movie. It's it's first you know he made he kind of made a proof of concept short before this. This is his first movie, mm-hmm. like super small. There's like only like four actors in the whole thing. One location. It's made for like no money. It's a, it's a Canadian movie. It's made like. I think I saw it made like 60 times its budget <laughs> in a couple weeks. It's it's already it's it's like it's making crazy money and I'm like I'm very happy for it and I'm happy that it's doing well, but I fucking hated this movie. <laughs> oh really? Absolutely. Absolutely hated it. And I'm like it it was it's a funny story because um I went to it's a a place here called the Rio Theater to uh yes, to dox us here in vancouver uh, <laughs> it, it's a, a a single screen uh theater and they were they were doing a showing and i had been hearing like lots of lots of buzz about this online like like people just mm-hmm. saying like, people saying it was the scariest movie that had ever been made all this all this kind of wow. hyperbolic stuff and it was uh and i was just i was super excited to watch it and actually for christmas i had told uh my my friend mavio that um that I would take him to a movie uh, to see a movie at the the Rio for his present because because uh, I love that that spot and I wanted to kind of mm-hmm. he he's been with me a couple times I wanted to kind of like to I wanted to indoctrinate him <laughs> the way I love that place <laughs> and uh, and so we go and it was packed it was like it, I think it was probably a sold out show and uh, wow. if I hadn't if I hadn't been with him I never do this but if I hadn't like been with him and if I if I had just been out there on my own I would have walked out and there was like it was a full. It was like a full. Uh, it, it almost it reminded me of like you hear stories about when like Reservoir Dogs was uh, was first showing, uh, mm-hmm. and like people would just like like people were were get, uh, when the the guy's ears getting cut off, like people would just like walk out of the theater. I kind of felt like I got a very authentic uh, <laughs> kind of like indie sensation wow. experience. People were like walking out of the theater, like the movie <gasps> ended. People were booing, and some did people you, were cheering. Did people was- left while you were there. Yeah, no, yeah, people were wow. a lot of like probably like probably six people walked out. <gasps> wow. Which I was noticing because I had time because this is the slowest, dullest, <laughs> most not scary horror movie I have ever seen in my life. Oh my god. It's basically the funny thing is like on paper, this is like my favorite movie. It's like I'm mm. all in on like a ha- it's like haunted house. It's a very it's super slow. It's very like it's got it's shot really weirdly. It's kind of got this this kind of film grain old school look. It's a uh, like I said, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a slow burn. It's kind of like this building dread. And I'm like, those are all the things I love. I'm down for like a slow burn horror movie any day of the week. It was like on paper, I was like, this is exactly what I want. But just the execution of it was just brutal. Like 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 20 minutes into this movie, I was like, this is like my favorite. This is gonna be my favorite movie ever. I can't wait to see where this goes. And then where it went was nowhere. Wow. It's <laughs> it has such a like a unsatisfying ending the the only and the the thing that drove me crazy about this is it's there's a couple there's probably three scare moments kind of like jump scare sort of moments in the movie and just the like i I know it's intentional because the the but just the sound mix on this movie is so like abrasive that like there's very little kind of dialogue and when there is it's just it's very it's super loud and it's like it's definitely like like I said, it, it has to be intentional because if it was not, that would like they gotta fire their sound guy because it was it was pretty rough, <laughs> and it's just and it's it's it almost like and 
like when these these scare moments were ha- would happen, it was so piercingly loud that it actually hurt my ears, and it was just like wow. So I'm sitting there, and I'm not scared by the movie, but I'm anxious because I'm waiting. Like I'm like, should I cover my ears? Is this gonna happen again? And it and it happened like multiple different times, and I was just hmm. I was getting so. It, it was it's probably the only movie I've ever seen where I was like I actively wish I had seen it at home and not in the theater. Which is like wow, yeah. quite an accomplishment huh. because the, um, there's almost no movies that can make me feel like that. You know, that's yeah. It's uh, wow. it, it was uh, like I said, I'm, I'm I was I was all in on the con. And ba- basically, the concept is these uh, these two kids wake up in their house. I think they're they're pretty young. The, the one kind of main kid is uh, it's like a brother and sister. He's probably like four, and you never really see anyone's face. So you kind of just you see like the side of their head you see like their shoulders and the the camera angles are very odd um and they basically they they wake up and their father is gone their mom's acting all weird and all the doors and windows in their house have disappeared and they're just like stuck in their house and i was like that is the coolest concept ever like I i was i was so ready to like love this movie and i was like everything was working for me and then just just nothing happened it's so it's it, yeah it, it's it it was a very like frustrating experience and i was even more let down by the fact that i was so in for the first probably the first like first quarter of it and i was and i loved the concept and like there, there's definitely some cool ideas in it but overall it was just really frustrating and i it kind of felt like i wasted my time which was quite a bummer <laughs> and i can i can definitely see people enjoying it but like for me it was just it it yeah it was it was not a good time <laughs> that is skin marine quite an experience i i could definitely say it was an experience <laughs> yeah the girl who mentioned it to me last night really enjoyed it so that's so funny yeah i, I can see i i, I actually I think horrified. yeah it's, it's just like it's it's funny like 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 i was saying like i think if i saw it at home i probably actually would have liked it more but I still don't think it's a very good movie, and it's, uh, yeah, it's it's a it's 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 a it's a tough one. It's 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 really interesting. I'm I'm definitely still. I did find like like going to bed that night. I kind of got. I, I give it a little extra like. I, I kind of give it some little extra credit because I went to bed that night and I was kind of feeling the heebie-jeebies a little bit. I was like, oh, I'm actually like a little creeped out right now, which doesn't always happen. So it's like, oh, okay, well, well, at least it got there. Like that's that's something, but it's like. It, it yeah it, it it's definitely going to be a, a love it or hate it kind of thing for me it was definitely on the side of hate it you want to know how much <laughs> of a I, I wish cat... i i wish i liked it you want to know how much of a scaredy cat i am um quinn and i filmed a little indie horror film this weekend and i went mm-hmm. home after filming it and i was scared in my house I was acting in it and I was scared. I literally went home and I was looking. I like kept thinking I saw something out of the corner of my eye. I was so spooked. <laughs> that's, I so, think that's a job well done by me then. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I was kind of embarrassed. I think that I is a win. Like, I'm sorry, but I think right that now. is a win. <laughs> <laughs> that is too funny. So funny. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, that that is. Uh, d- did you have have anything else you want to talk about, or should we get into? Uh, Maybe let's into get into it. We're already here. an hour here. Yeah, we're uh, yeah we're really rocking and rolling here. And I have plenty but, to say about all this. So, 
Yeah, so I was wondering, because uh, I figure we, we can kind of go through the categories as we go, but I was wondering if there's anything mm-hmm. to start that, like, just when you saw it, like, anything that really, really jumped out, like something that didn't get anything or something that, that they missed out on, like, were there any, was there anything that, that just, like, a, a huge takeaway? Yeah, I think um, probably the biggest thing for me and I want to double check to make sure I'm not insane. Yeah. Um, no best picture nom for Babylon. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew you were going to say now that. I knew you were going to say gonna that. We're going to have another. We're going to talk about Babylon in its own yeah. episode. We, but- we, you know, we, we, I, I, I hit up Lauren uh, like earlier today and we, had, I had kind of given her the rundown of how we were going to like sort of structure this thing. And I, 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 at a certain point, I was like, after looking at the nominations, I was like, I have a lot to say. And if we do, we were originally planning on doing the Oscars and then kind of parlaying that into Babylon. And I was like, if we do Babylon and the Oscars, we're going to be here for like four hours. So yeah. we're going to dedicate its own, it's going to be its own separate uh, mm-hmm. episode. Cause I know Lauren, uh, this, that like, is like I have plenty to a say. very plenty. important movie for you. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was, I was, uh, I, I can't say I was super shocked. I kind of felt like it was about 50, 50, whether it was going to be there. But considering some of the things that did make it, which we'll talk about, I was a little surprised it didn't they didn't squeeze it in. And I yeah, and I think in general the lack of Babylon nominations has been. I think the hope that they would be there was more aspirational. I think I kind of knew it was somewhat of a long shot, but I I'm actually quite surprised at the lack mm-hmm. of Babylon. I thought at least best, because there's 10 spots for best picture, right? I thought it mm-hmm. at least squeak into one of the 10, but yeah. 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 That was definitely like, that was definitely kind of the first thing that jumped out. The The other thing I was surprised by is I don't know if you got a chance to see this one, but I didn't love this movie, but uh, in international feature and actually no nominations at all for decision to leave, which was another one I, I saw at the Rio that. theater. But it's I've actually on heard movie now, which is cool. And it's, 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 it was one that I, it's another one where I've kind of felt like I respected it more than I loved it. It's, it's a bit, mm. the story's a bit convoluted, but like, it's another one that's, it's actually very similar, actually, now that I think about it to All Quiet on the Western Front, where it's just like immaculately made. Like, it's like the directing and the acting and the cinematography is like pretty astounding. The, the story I wasn't in love with, but, uh, but it, it's, I, I'm, I was honestly shocked that it got zero. I thought it would at least get cinematography or uh, or some sort of kind of below the yeah. line category, but just nothing, which was really surprising to me. I think international feature film as a category um, often has a strange collection of films, mm-hmm. but I think especially this year, I, I all of the ones that I had heard were like really projected to be nominated pretty much aren't here like rrr mm. i know was i i had basically heard it was guaranteed to be in, t- in international feature films yeah, so. yeah. especially well, should we, should after we just the get Golden into Globe. it with uh, starting with starting with that category just yeah, go right not? into international because that that was definitely uh i think looking at this uh so i'll, I'll read it off here we have uh, all quiet on the western front argentina 1985 uh from argentina obviously close uh from belgium uh eo from Poland, which I think is the donkey movie, <laughs> mm. <laughs> which I've heard is fun. I, I don't, uh, I've heard it's, it's, it's quite interesting, but I don't know much about it. And the quiet mm. girl, which is from my beloved Ireland, which I don't know anything about, but Have I was, yeah, I was any... shocked by this. 
Anything other uh, than All Quiet on the Western Front? Have you seen no, this list? I, and I, I really don't know. I, I've heard, I kind of know what Close is about. I've, I, I actually listened to a, a podcast that talked about it a little bit today. Uh, EO, I've only seen kind of like stills from it, and I've just heard some whispers about it. The Quiet Girl, I don't think I'd even heard of until I looked at these nominations. And uh, Argentina in 1985 is kind of just a, I've, I've just like heard the name basically. So, but th- this will be a, a lot of the episode is uh, is like half us talking about movies and then half us talking out of our ass about movies that we haven't seen. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I had heard. So about, you haven't seen any of these, right? Uh, no, I haven't. Um, I'd heard a bit about Argentina 1985. I actually almost watched it the other day, but mm. I ended up watching something else instead. I think Kardashians. I was like on a, exactly. <laughs> no, I, think I, was, <laughs> I think I was on a time crunch or something, so I ended up not watching it. The Quiet Girl, right. I've heard a little bit about. All Quiet on the Western Front, I've heard about. Um, yep. Close and EO, I have not heard a single thing about. Yeah, I'm, I'm really just, I, I, I'm kind of amazed that Triangle of Sadness didn't get into here. Because, like, like mm-hmm. I, I know that movie, like, it's it's definitely, it's, it, it is a bit divisive. That's an, uh, that one, I just, I adore Triangle of Sadness. I'd never seen, I didn't know anything about Ruben Oslin before I watched it. I, I'm dying to see his other movies now. Uh, mm-hmm. The Triangle, and then, or sorry, the, uh, the Square, and he has one other one I'm not, I can't remember the name of. But that uh, the fact that that movie and I, I I think Decision to Leave definitely deserved a spot, even though it's not a movie I love. That's another I'm, snub I heard. Yeah, I'm surprised, but yeah, the, like no Triangle of Sadness here. Like was I, I honestly thought like because uh, I was thinking back the last the last two years of the Oscars, the uh, uh, the winners of international feature were like arguably my favorite movies of the year, which was last year it was Drive My Car, which uh, which yeah. was like wasn't my favorite movie but it was definitely like a top 10 maybe top five movie of that year for me and 2020 another round which i will not shut up about i i love another round i like i adore that movie i love mads mickelson i love thomas vinterberg i love everything about that movie another one i saw at uh at the rio theater which is like becoming a trend here but it's yeah. <laughs> so I was I was I was really hoping we could just complete the trifecta with the triangle of sadness, which is another movie I adore. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty amazed that uh, that it didn't get in there. But it did get best picture nom. Do you think that yeah, says anything funny. about where their what their plans are with it? I I think that probably just says more about Ruben Oslin because I think mm. I think he's just such a like a recognized because i believe he also got best director as well uh it's just it's funny i think he's just so esteemed within like the world of the academy that people just like kind of they i don't know if maybe they just don't see him as like an international director in a, in a way they kind of just lump yeah. him in with with all the mm-hmm. um kind of the the american directors which it's just yeah it is kind of a little interesting quirk there i'm, I'm not sometimes really sure it does uh, become a bit of a fine be my, line my best guess yeah, sometimes it does become mm-hmm. like where's the line of international, you know? I th- and I think especially yeah. with ha- so many movies becoming, you know, with you know, it's not like the 1920s, you know, it, it <laughs> making films <laughs> internationally and with international collaboration is like sometimes difficult yeah, it's, to it's know like, where that line is. Yeah, it's like what what is a movie made like like a lot so many movies are made in so many different countries like is Mission Impossible an American movie they shoot it all over the world you know and they have actors from all over the world like yeah. what's 
how do you define that? I think it's, it, I think just, the, I think separating uh, international from best P- picture is, I mean, I understand it in that like something like EO would not have been nominated for, for best picture. So it's nice that they can kind of give it, mm-hmm. give it some, some love, but it, it is kind of silly to, to be like, here's the best five movies from everywhere else in the world. And then here's the best 10 movies yeah. from America. <laughs> like that's, that's a little, it's, yeah. a, it's a little silly. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, that I think uh, this one's not like I pre- it looks to me like All Quiet on the Western Front has it's had such momentum, especially and it has so many nominations that I think just that's a sign that it's pretty much got this thing locked up. Yeah. Should we make um, predictions at some point? Doesn't have to be this episode, but predictions of what we think will win. Yeah, I like right I like that. Let, let's. Let's go through uh, all the main categories here, and and then uh, we can kind of run it back at the end, maybe, and uh, and pick who we think our winners are going to be. Should we go back up to the top and go to uh, actor in a leading role? Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, so actor in a leading role, we have. I mean, this one, I think we, for the most part, we all, with maybe one notable exception, we all saw this coming, which was Austin Butler mm-hmm. for Elvis, mm-hmm. uh, Colin Farrell, my boy. For uh, Banshees of Inisherin, the two things I love the most: Colin Farrell and the Banshees of Inisherin, <laughs> which I adore. That movie, I I love it. Five stars, ten out of ten, hundred out of hundred. I loved it. Uh, Brendan Fraser for the Whale, uh, Paul Mezcal, my boy from uh, Normal People, the uh, the <laughs> single most handsome man in the world <laughs> for uh, After Sun, and uh, Bill Nighy was the one that I was kind of surprised by for Living. Yeah. Which all I know about this is that it's a remake of uh, Ikiru, Ikiru, which was a uh, Kira Kurosawa movie, which I have uh, I heard about recently and put on my list because I it, it sounds amazing and I've heard that this is a great uh, a great remake of it, but that's pretty much all I know about it. But Bill Nye, he's like one of those guys who's like you might not like know his name, but you look him up and you're like, oh, it's that guy who's in like hundred movies know. that I like. He's just Actors he's just in like everything, that, and he's always good. Sometimes are the best. Oh yeah, I love. I'm like obsessed with a good character actor. That was actually a great, uh, a good uh, topic I thought of for a, a later episode. Is like, like kind of like character actors who are like stars in our eyes. Because <laughs> yeah. I have plenty of those who I like. I'll I'll go see like like uh, I don't want to spoil it, but like there, there's plenty of uh, character actors who I'll go see a movie if I know they're in it. Yeah, 100%. Most people wouldn't even know what their name is and just know their face. Yeah, but this is a this is an interesting category. I'm I'm I really kind of at a loss. Like, I think it's pretty much a three way, probably a two way race. I think Colin Farrell, like, if I if I ran the Academy, he would win. (laughs) But uh, uh, and that's also the only movie I've seen here. So I can't be uh, I'm I'm not you haven't seen Elvis. Obviously, you didn't see Elvis. I haven't. No, I haven't. I I just wow. I just, the, the thing is, after I saw Walk Hard and Pop Star, and recently the Weird Al movie, I just can't take music biopics seriously because well, they're still I making them the same way. Biopic. They just like I I just felt like Walk Hard destroyed all all uh. Uh, <laughs> all like music biopics for me. I just can't take them seriously because they just they that movie just it was a perfect lampooning of it, and they just haven't changed. They still make them the exact same way. It's it's. It's it just, I don't know, I just can't do it. I think I love biopics because, like I said earlier, I love show business. You know when they always mm-hmm. make fun of a movie as being Oscar bait because it's like um, 
about Hollywood or it's about show yeah. business in some way. Yeah, that's I like your bread and butter. I'm a, yeah. I'm a sucker for a movie like that, which we can talk about with some movies on this list. Yeah, and this, I, this, this, and this, I, this, this just is for the perfect. record, this is from this is coming from someone who has told me their favorite movie is La La Land. So that definitely La tracks. La Land. <laughs> yeah, I I loved Elvis. I thought it was it's fun to see into the world of such large, larger than life people. Um, and even if, even if it's not like maybe the most beautiful movie ever made, there's just something fun about it. And I do think Austin Butler did an, an incredible performance. Tom Hanks Mm -hmm. in in this movie is one of the most insane characters I've seen in my entire life. But if you just (laughs) pretend he's not there, fantastic movie. Wow. One of the weirdest Tom yeah. Hanks performances I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I'm, so I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna. It's it's one like like I can't say I just like the whale just does not interest me in the slightest. I just really have no desire to see that. I'll definitely check out Elvis at some point. Just just I'm just out of like yeah. sheer curiosity. Elvis, I think the problem you might face is that it is something you have to see in a theater because it is made mm. to be larger than life. Like Elvis was, you know, it's it's very cinematic. Um, right. It is like three hours long, but hmm. well, we haven't. I've I've sat through uh, three hour movies a lot this year, yeah. <laughs> so I think I can oh handle it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I saw. I remember seeing Austin Butler uh, in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and he he's not yes. in it that much, but it just like I was like th- that guy, you know, like I just saw him. and I was like, oh, like he wow. He's really good. Like he's he's got like the OGs, he just got that thing. The OGs know him from iCarly. <laughs> Was he really he's on in, iCarly? He's in a very important episode of iCarly, and oh, I God. cannot stop thinking about that when I was watching Elvis, which is really funny. Do you want to know something that uh, that's I potentially do. very sad? I've never oh. seen iCarly. I for some Not reason all those like same with. Not a single episode. Same with like like wow. Drake and Josh. Those kind of shows. It just for some reason it just <gasps> oh passed me by. God. I just never. That was just not my thing. I don't know. I just never. I just, I've uh, never seen it. I don't know how to respond to that information. Genuinely. Was, uh, yeah, that was the exact. <laughs> it was the exact reaction I thought you were gonna have. <laughs> wow, that is really weird. Because so Quinn is older than me, not by a lot, by what four years? <laughs> Exposed. Exposed. <laughs> uh, Something like, like that, yeah. It, I am shocked that you haven't seen these shows just by being in the world, you know what I mean? <laughs> With other people our age. Like that yeah. is fascinating. Yeah, so what what's your what's your take on you haven't seen uh any of these other ones, the the whale after sun or living, no. right? I want to see the whale really bad. Um, Banshees of Indusheran is like the next thing on my list of movies I have oh, to see. I've been I, meaning I don't to hype it up. so much. Like I don't want to hype it up too much for you, but I loved it, and I've I had really high expectations, and I loved it. The writing, like yeah. I just, I lo- Martin McDonough is a genius. I, I mm-hmm. love him, and Colin Farrell is amazing. Carrie Condon is so good. Everyone's so good in that movie. Just yeah, it's just it's just great, and it's just like. Sad, but also delightful, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. it's delightfully sad. And also, I'm I'm just I I'm after Sun. I've been I've heard very mixed things 
I might check it out. I'm not like dying to, but I, I'm just, I'm always cheering for Paul Mescal. He just seems like the world's yeah. nicest, sweetest man. And, uh, well, and he's beautiful. Are you familiar? <laughs> are you familiar with his current uh, drama? I'm not actually. I I I, uh, oh. I heard like something happened with him, but his I don't um fian- It's rumored that his fiance, um, Phoebe Bridgers, cheated on him with Bo Burnham. Oh, okay. I heard Bo Burnham and Phoebe Bridgers' names mm-hmm. somewhere. That's okay. Paul needed this. That's, uh, he needed the nom oh, in his time. Paul, right now. He, Paul doesn't deserve the Paul deserves. Better. I'm rooting for Give Paul. Me Give I me mean, a call, Paul. He does seem. Well, really I'll take great. you out for uh, for steak or something. Well, yeah. yeah. Um. Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> do you think that the Academy might use this? Um, Return of uh, Return of Brendan Fraser um, as somewhat of like a legacy award in how they did with Leonardo, debatably how they did with mm. you know Leonardo DiCaprio with The Revenant is that what it's called yeah yeah and things yeah. like that do you think they'll take this opportunity to give him an award somewhat retroactively yeah I kind of I kind of feel like I kind of feel like he was always going to be in the conversation no matter if yeah 100 like, no matter what the movie was if he was having a big comeback like this and whether or not he could have probably been terrible in this movie and he would have at least not to take away from him because I'm sure he's great but no I think he could have just okay in it and he would have still been talked about just because it's that's just so much the narrative that like I think it's either going to be Austin Butler because I feel like he's been I haven't been following the other races very closely but it seems like he's been kind of he's just been like racking up some some wins so i think he's got the yeah. momentum but i wouldn't be i wouldn't be surprised if either of those guys won i think so too yeah although i i just i i like it, I, if colin farrell wins it would be like the parasite thing i would just be eternally happy yeah. <laughs> or paul mescal I, I think i think he's still too young i think like yeah at, where, where he's at now it. like he's and and he's only like he kind of just had his breakout like i think normal people was like 2020 like, that was super his, recent I, I believe this is his first um, leading role in a movie. So yeah, and I mean he's he's getting everything. I know he's going to be in like the Gladiator sequel. He's getting like all these different yeah. uh, all these different roles now. So I'm sure his time's going to come. I just don't think. I think just getting nominated right now is at like how early it is for him is the achievement, and I don't think he's going to get there. But yeah, I don't think so. All the best, to you Paul. I love you. <laughs> it's Call an honor sometime. just to be nominated. Yeah. Yeah, so let, right, let's we... let's see here. Uh, yeah. Moving on to actor in a supporting role, mm-hmm. uh, we got uh, interesting. We have uh, this was actually one I didn't have time to look at, so I'm seeing this pretty much for the first time here. Uh, Brendan Gleeson, uh, very deserved. Although you could argue he's almost a co lead in that movie, so I'm, although I'm not super surprised they put him in here, but uh, he he's I mean he's amazing in the Banshees of Inisherin. Uh, mm-hmm. Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway which is a movie that I'm not super sure actually exists. Uh, <laughs> it's I, like, I remember just seeing that like, uh, what's your name? Um, Jennifer Lawrence had a new movie, like kind of an Oscar vehicle. And then just like, it just disappeared. And I didn't even know he was in the movie. I didn't know anything about it. And I just, yeah, I have not I'm heard a lot of kind of surprised. I don't think I've heard anyone. I, I heard that, that, <laughs> that name uttered once, but I mean, Brian yeah. Tyree Henry's a hell of an actor. So like, atlanta like he's incredible so i'm i i'm sure he's good but i just couldn't say anything about causeway yeah i have uh, not heard a single thing either we have uh judd hirsch for the fablemans um 
which I have. Have you seen this one? I, I haven't gotten. I didn't never got a chance. I to haven't. It. I've been but meaning it's, to. It, I've been meaning to too. I, I have to see it with my mom because she really wants to see it. Mm. So I've been um, waiting for her to be available to go see it. <laughs> but yeah. I'm excited I mean, I'm, to see it. I'm a pretty big like spielberg apologist even for the stuff that's not me that too, great. a little bit <laughs> so i'm definitely i'm definitely here for uh for the fablements I, I i just wish i had had a chance to see it in theaters hopefully it uh it I comes back still can the in some of them. Or something. I, th- I think there's a oh, few yeah? that might be playing it yeah yeah so then we have uh um barry uh barry kilgan i believe is how it's pronounced barry kilgan kilgan i think so i think yeah barry kilgan for the banshees of inisher and and uh kiwi kwan for uh everything everywhere all at once and i'm pretty sure my boy key has got it locked in i think <laughs> like, i think it would he, be an upset if he loses to be honest it would be if anyone i think would take it it would probably be brendan gleason but that's very yeah, unlikely i think I see that yeah i think i would like, agree not only is he great in everything everywhere all at once but like the mm-hmm. narrative is like kind of unbeatable like he's 100 percent. He's, he's actually been like taken on the town he, he did a great um there was a really good actors roundtable. I think it was variety. Yes, I saw that. Did, yeah, with like with uh, Brendan Fraser and uh, um, Colin Farrell and him and a bunch of people and Austin Butler and it just his his story is just like amazing and it's it's so cool and I, and I feel like everyone mm-hmm. in the world is rooting for him. You know, and, <laughs> there's, yeah, and there's I almost think, no way he doesn't get it. I think when people when the Academy votes for this, obviously they think about like the acting in the movie, but I do think that a lot of times we all have biases. Like when you just like mm-hmm. someone and you like their story, like of course you're going to vote for them. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. and, and, and he's I, so likable and that movie is so likable. He so is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just like, it, it, yeah, it Easy literally category. feels like the entire world is, is behind them. It was the same thing when like Brendan, Fra- Brendan Fraser kind of came back. It was like, like, yeah, who, who doesn't want that guy to succeed? Like, you got to be yeah. a psychopath, you know. It, it, so I, f- I feel like that's a pretty easy one. He's he's got that locked in. Yeah, and another one, not so much, but to a lesser extent, I think is pretty locked in, which is actress and leading role. I think we're probably mm-hmm. just going to be giving that to Kate Blanchett. That that seems like, although I've been hearing yeah. some. So I'll go through it quick. We got Kate Blanchett for Tar. Anna de Armas for Blonde, which is probably the last time we're going to talk about Blonde here. <laughs> uh, Andrea Riseborough for T. Leslie, which is interesting. I don't know if you have you heard about this, like this thing that's happening with, I, with this movie. No. What? Well, b- basically, just like I feel like no one had ever heard of this movie. It was very under the radar, and then all of a sudden, yeah. all these actors just started. Oh, I did. I did hear people about just started, this. Yeah, people started like tweeting, just like Andrea Riseborough is amazing yeah. in this movie. She's 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 like revolutionary she's like like all these like just just all these people started like singing your Strange praises little comments there, yeah yeah there's a there's a conspiracy theory that uh that maybe uh they were uh, incentivized to do that <laughs> i don't want to comment yeah. on that uh but if anyone is paying i'll uh you can uh you can hit up my paypal and i'll tell you how much i love andrea riseborough i mean <laughs> she yeah, is hey. she's a really good actress but uh that that's just that one kind of just came <laughs> yeah. out of nowhere very interesting. Uh, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, which I've mm-hmm. I've heard nothing but great stuff about her. And then I think the only one who could potentially yeah. take it from Kate Blanchett is Michelle Yeoh. Because I agree. Like, same thing where she, that movie, like I haven't seen Tar yet. I'm dying to. I've but, seen. But uh, oh yeah, and you did not like Tar. And I know this is my most calling you out here. Opinion. I think Every you're the only person, person who doesn't I like think, Tar. I think I'm the only person who didn't like it too. 
Um, I almost okay, want to go watch it again. Oh, well, that's the thing is I loved her. She's obviously an incredible actor. I think, I mm. think it is a lock as much as I love Michelle Yeoh and especially in everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, and I mm-hmm. think people loved her in that movie. I just, it's Kate Blanchett. Like, I, yeah, <laughs> I, she that's kind of all you need to say. <laughs> that's all I have to say. I think, and I think that the Academy, I always think of it through the lens of the Academy. I think that the voters, it's Kate Blanchett. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like when mm. you see Meryl Streep on it, you're like, well, she's going to win. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. I and especially with a movie like Tar that's really like grand, I th- mm-hmm. I think it's a somewhat of a locked category. Yeah, I, I was a little surprised it didn't get kind of more love because it definitely felt yeah. like like it was kind of designed for the Oscars in a way, and it just somewhat, it seems like it yeah, kind of like was a swing and a miss in a lot of senses, but not for Kate. <laughs> Kate never not misses. Kate. <laughs> she's she's batting a thousand. But the, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't totally count Michelle Yeoh out because like yeah, there there I, is like the same I, thing with him is there's there's a narrative there and she's she's like perfect for that movie she's great in it it's a great part and like absolutely and she just she does so much she's playing so many different versions of this character and like it's a pretty ambitious part and she just makes it look so like effortless in that movie and she's like there's totally. so much it's such a well written character there's so I'm sure it is with Tar as well but she's there's so much to it and she's not. I think with any other actor or uh, she would, it would kind of be an unlikable part and she just, she's just so naturally 100%. good I think and that's a great has such good presence. Yeah. And, she, and she's so charismatic. It's like, you can't help but like her even when she's mm-hmm. not being very nice. <laughs> so I wouldn't count her out, but I think like, I'm fairly certain that's, that's an easy one for, for Kate, which yeah. I think would be her, is it her third, her third mm-hmm. uh, win for best actress? I'm not sure. I, I, I think she's got a couple. She's she's like one of those yeah. people, one of those few people who's got a lot. Yeah. Then, how do you uh, feel so about? Um, yeah. Oh wait, I'm not done. Just a little bit left. Um, how do you <laughs> feel about the Anna de Armas for Blonde? I mean, Nom. I just I could not be less interested in watching this movie based on what uh, I've heard. I mean, I know that like people have said she's she's great and the movie is bad, but I was just like, I don't. Uh, I've, I, heard, I've actually heard the same thing with the whale. Funny enough. Oh yeah. I've heard, um, well, obviously, um, um, people loved her in it and people love a biopic. I obviously mm-hmm. heard horrible things about the movie too. I tried to watch it actually. And oh, yeah? I didn't get like five minutes in. I just, <laughs> and I've tried, I thought about trying to watch it again, but yeah, I wasn't a fan. Um, and I'm a little but, bit surprised actually, like- to see it. I mean, you, you actually have like a bit of a Marilyn Monroe kind of like you've you were telling me a, a while ago about like when you've seen some. Of her yeah, movies I, I've, I've had no connection to her at all. So I just I can't see. I love old Hollywood and everything like that. And mm. I'm somewhat surprised to see surprised and not surprised to see her here because I've heard nothing but negative reviews about this movie. Um, it got a bunch of Razzies from actually. A lot of people. from Yeah, from a lot of people. But. When it comes to awards and um, actors in the industry, I've heard a lot of praise, which has been really interesting. Mm. So to see the nomination too is, it's interesting just to see how people have been like responding somewhat well to that movie. 
after mm. I've heard nothing but negative things. It's like it's being so reclaimed I, a little bit. Yeah, it's it'll be interesting. Yeah, I, th- I think she's kind of in the Paul Mezcal zone where it's like the fact that out of that movie she was able to do so well that yeah. she got the nomination is the is the recognition. You know, yeah, I, <laughs> I don't really so. think she has a chance. But. I don't think so. But either. that was a good case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you make a good case. Uh, so next up, we got uh, actress in a supporting role, which uh, which I one of the few nominations for Black Panther, uh, Angela Bassett, who mm-hmm. I I don't really have any interest in Black Panther or, or just Marvel anymore. It's just not that's just not my bag anymore. But I mean, Angela Bassett, like when is she? Bad? Yeah, like, I mean, has anyone ever have you ever seen her be bad? Like no. <laughs> uh, Hong Chow for the whale. Who I I love Hong Chow. She's like she's really she's popping up in a lot of movies recent last couple of years, and she's always really good. Like she's 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 got a very uh, like she was great in. Um, did you ever see the menu? I haven't yet. It's it's I have a long list. That that's another one that's like uh, that's it's similar like what we were talking about with like uh, um, like Get Out or Scream where it's like that's one that's horror adjacent sort of it's more of just like a thriller almost like a dark comedy i think if you even if you don't like horror you could you would love that Mm -hmm. one and it's 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 a really fun movie i saw in the theater and it was it was a a blast but that's uh and she's great in that i'm i'm i have no doubt that she's amazing in the whale and we got uh another two for uh uh, everything everywhere all at once jamie lee curtis which i'm (laughs) just kind of considering just what her character is it's it's kind of you've seen that movie, and awesome right? that she got yes yeah <laughs> saw that in theater with my mom <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> had a great time watching uh, moms love uh, that movie blood battles <laughs> 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 but uh, just the the fact that she's nominated here is like kind of hilarious i but know I'm, I'm not mad at it I, I love it and stephanie sue is is so good she yeah. she was she was really like a i don't really think i don't really this is a t- oh yeah, and our sorry, and our last one is a uh, Carrie Condon for the Banshees of Inisherin, which uh, she is like C- Carrie Condon in that movie is like like I was like I, like I'm in love. <laughs> she's she's amazing. She's she's oh she's like wow Carrie Condon. That's my review. Banshees of Inisherin five out of five. <laughs> amazing. But uh, th- this is an interesting. I don't really have a read on this one. Yeah, I, I think from the past um the other you know the golden globes and everything um angela bassett seems to be such a favorite right now but i also think yeah i mean she won the golden globe right um and i've heard from a lot of people that they think she's a bit of a lock for this category but i don't know Hmm. i think either of the everything everywhere all at once um noms or angela bassett i think i could see it I could see it going to any of them. Um, yeah, that that's gonna be definitely gonna be one to watch. I think uh, it's probably like yeah. Now that you say it, it's probably like Angela Bassett. I think I don't think everything everywhere all at once. I don't think they really have a good shot. Same. I think it's probably either her think? or Hong Chow. Wow, I, I think gonna... interesting. In my heart, it's Carrie Condon. She's 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 my yeah. winner. <laughs> but, uh, I, yeah. I've been surprised throughout this whole award season um, how much people have been respecting the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once. I know people liked it, but it's been getting a lot. I, it's kind of the movie where I think um, the audience obviously loves it, but I didn't expect like the Academy and 
Hollywood to give it such yeah, they really embrace respect. it. Yeah. yeah. So and yeah, it's, especially it's with usually kind of one or the other. Yeah. It's like a crowd pleaser and critics love it. So yeah. It, like if you totally. if you told me when I saw that movie that it would be like a front runner for best picture, I would not have believed I would not have believed you. you. I'm kind of I'm kind of amazed. And like it's I remember telling you a while a ago. <laughs> to be yeah. best picture. Well I think I think like I think Parasite honestly like kind of broke things open. Yeah. Like I think the fact that, that I think before that there wasn't any sort any winner that was that like out there. Because that movie is like it's like it's it's weird and it's kind of, it's funny and it's like scary and it's like it's so many things and like the fact that it won I think just kind of like opened people up to like oh like it doesn't always have to be this this kind of movie it can be yeah. any kind of movie I think I think if that hadn't happened I don't think we'd be talking about it in the same way you know what I mean true but uh, yeah it's it, it's 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 like exciting like like I remember I was telling you uh, a while ago like like this is like probably the first Oscars probably since I was rooting for Parasite where I really have like a horse in the race, you know, cause I, because mm-hmm. I really want, I really want Banshees and I really want everything everywhere all at once. I, I were telling you like, like a couple weeks ago, I was like, I think the whole everything everywhere thing is overblown. I don't think it has a chance of winning. Now I am like totally reversed. I'm like, I'm, I think it's probably like, it's one of the kind of the front runners for me. I think, I think yeah. it has a very good shot, which is exciting. And like, just, just cool for like, the f- like looking at the future of movies like if something like that can be so. that respected and be a crowd pleaser and everyone likes it like i think that's super cool because it was such like a cultural moment mm-hmm. yeah but that that's a that's quite a category so what the, the, the next one for sure the, the next one i can't say is the same which is animated feature film so i i have a hard time believing that uh that uh guillermo del toro's pinocchio is not gonna walk away with this one yeah, I think so. That's uh, that seems like the biggest lock that we probably have. But we have that one. We have Marcel the show with the shoes on, which which another one I really want to see. I haven't got a chance to see yet. I tell us it looks all delightful. the other nominees, and I will tell you my thoughts on that movie. <laughs> uh, Puss in Boots, your your favorite. Puss in Boots, the last wish. The Sea Beast, which I've heard really good things about, and feels like it kind of flew under the radar, kind of unfairly on Netflix, and then Turning Red, the. The one not not a great year, for, not not a great couple years for Pixar, but this year was pretty rough. The fact that they even got a nomination is pretty good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, t- t- um, talk to me about Marcel. <laughs> so Marcel, the shell with shoes on, if you're familiar, is um, mm-hmm. originally from a YouTube video. Yeah, I've seen those. Um, are you actually, familiar? I've seen all of yeah. the, the. I've seen God. all the all the original videos. They're so good. I I used to watch those. All the time, I love I love Jenny Slate. She's one of my favorite oh, yeah. actors and just creative people like ever. I think she's so funny. Um, and Marcel the Shell with Shoes on is one of my favorite. Just like pieces of because the original is just a YouTube video. I don't know, just pieces mm-hmm. of work, I guess. And when I heard they were making a movie, I couldn't, I could not believe it. I was so excited. And I was really scared to see it in theaters because I had such like high expectations and high hopes. I was scared it was going to let me down. I have never been so um, happy with like an adaptation of something. It, I really think they hit the nail on the head with the adaptation. Like I think it lived up to the original um source material yeah, cause, cause it's it's the same it's the same guy who created it with her 
did the the yeah. director the, the it's movie, jenny right? slate and her i don't know who he, i don't remember his name dean uh, dean fleischer camp fleischer camp yeah that's her ex-boyfriend yeah. i believe they made it when they were together and they made this movie they've been separated since um uh, Marcel brought them back still, together. Obviously, still <laughs> w- can work together well, and I I was really happy with it, and I cried multiple times in theaters. I remember, um, <laughs> and I never thought there was a chance in hell it'd be nominated for an Oscar. Like I did not think that this was a kind of movie that would get a nom. So to even see it here is makes me so so happy. Um, yeah, I don't think cool. it's gonna win. I think there's not a chance in hell it's gonna win. I think you're right, Pinocchio. It would be great is, if it did. <laughs> Pinocchio is going to take. Have you seen Pinocchio yet? No, no, I, I don't. I know you. I know you. You uh, saw it and you said you, you really liked it. You said right. I liked it. It wasn't like the best thing I've seen this year at all, but mm-hmm. um, it was really good. And I liked. Um, I like to see the story, um, not from the Disney lens. So mm. I think that was really cool. Um, yeah. It was nice because, I mean, as Guillermo del Toro talks about a lot, it's not just for kids. And it's definitely like, like a kid could watch this movie, but it's not kiddie at all. It's not like dumbed mm. down or anything. Or And there's some very serious, very like deep, I guess, um, parts of this movie that mm. um, are kind of scary at points. Um, and so I think it's really, it's, it's really interesting. I think it made for a really interesting movie. Um, yeah, I think it was really, I think it's a lock of course. Yeah. I'm definitely going to, going to be checking it out before the Oscars. It's, it's just been a hard one for me to sit down and click play on. Cause yeah. I just know I'm just going to be devastated by it. And I, I, yeah. I kind of have a sense of what it's going to be like. And it's just like, I know it's going to be good, but it just, it's, Oh, I don't know if I'm ready. I do. Mm-hmm. I do want to do, uh, I had an idea a while ago to do a double feature of that and then the really weird looking Tom Hanks one just just to see what happened, like see what the hell that is. Because <laughs> that looks like a, like a trip. Which one? I don't know what's going on. The the, uh, the Disney like live action one they did with Tom Hanks. Oh, I've, looks it's funny. I've insane. only heard horrible <laughs> things about that one. That That's the thing. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> that's what makes me want to watch it. I want to watch yeah, the really good one and then I, the really I bad one. I want to see that too. That that sounds like a, a terrible fun time. <laughs> bad year for Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, and a weird year for uh, Pinocchio. <laughs> you know, there was Gosh. three. There was actually there was like a really low budget one. I'm that, familiar. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, don't have to talk about that, but uh, fair. Oh my, oh my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that, but that's yeah. I think we, we can safely give that to Pinocchio. That's a yeah. that's a pretty easy one. Cinematography is a bit more interesting. I do think having mm-hmm. seen it, uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, I would not be surprised at all if they took that. Uh, we also have uh, Bardo, which uh, is not something I don't I think I'm ever going to see. <laughs> Does not seem like it's really worth my time. Um, but uh, yeah, not really much to be said there. Elvis, which I don't know. <laughs> Was uh, any good see, cinematography in there? I could see Elvis. I mean, it, it's uh, it is. Um, uh, oh my god, what's his name? I totally blanked on the director. Oh, um, Baz Luhrmann. Like Baz yes. Luhrmann's got. Oh my uh, god, why did not... I literally? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> he's not my guy. I'm not. I've never Sorry. really liked him. I, I, I just like even like the Great Gatsby didn't really work for me. Which I just, is I'm not weird. That's a weird thing for someone to say. <laughs> <laughs> it just it's just not. I don't know. It just doesn't work for me. But I think, and I also think he's just flashy enough that I'm not surprised at all that he got cinematography or like they they, they got a nomination because sometimes just that'll that'll get you there just kind of being mm-hmm. very like it's the same thing with editing people always say like the movie with the best editing doesn't always win it's the one that's with the most like kind of noticeable editing which it's feels kind, kind of counterintuitive but I, yeah i think it can kind of be like we see that you did a lot here mm-hmm. that was probably yeah. hard yeah <laughs> yeah and uh so we have yeah all quiet bardo elvis empire of light which is shot by Roger Deakins. Roger Deakins, like the best to ever do it, basically. But Empire of Light, similar to Causeway, maybe doesn't exist. Uh, feels like I've another. I've heard about it, but I don't know anyone who's seen it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I almost fell asleep watching the trailer. I was like, I don't know if, I don't know if this is the one. <laughs> it's Olivia Coleman, though, so I would be interested I do, yeah, she, to I, see it. I love her. But the fact that she's in a movie this year and she wasn't nominated is a really bad sign because it's that Olivia Colman. That is Coleman. very true. That is like, yeah, it's kind of shocking that she wasn't because it's, you know, it's Olivia Colman. She's amazing. Mm. So that, that's kind of a red flag for me, but yeah, that's, I'm, I'm not so sure about that one. And then tar, which, uh, another one, this, this is really, I don't think it'll happens. win in this. I don't think it'll win in, um, cinematography. I see why it was nominated, but I think, I think this one's really between Elvis and All Quiet on the Western Front, from my yeah, perspective. I, I feel like I think Elvis has a better shot with Austin Butler and with some of the other categories. I do think yeah. if if All Quiet's going to get anything, it's probably this one. I think there's a real. Yeah. I think they have a really good shot, and it is it is beautifully shot, and the and the cinematography. It, it's not super flashy, but it really it really stands out. I would mm-hmm. say in the movie, and it's like it, it kind of like they'll cut away from these really like harrowing war scenes these just beautiful kind of peaceful vistas and it really like it kind of it it's like it's not just beautiful cinematography for the sake of it it's kind of show it kind of juxtaposes like the beauty and the horror and it's kind of it's it's beautiful in like a thematically relevant way yeah which i think is probably really going for it too so mm-hmm. so i see uh here i actually was gonna skip over this one because it's not really a very interesting category to me but i'm not going to because costume design babylon Woo-hoo! Yes. <laughs> little Babylon in there finally. Little Babylon <laughs> finally. Gee. Which I mean, yeah, we have Babylon, Black Panther, Elvis, everything everywhere all at once, and Miss Harris goes to Paris, which I actually which heard a lot of good stuff about and I want to see. My dad, when we were actually when we were in the theater to see Elvis, we saw a trailer for Miss Harris Goes to Paris. And my dad goes, I want to see that movie. That looks like a movie I'd like. So <laughs> <laughs> Um, I haven't seen it yet. I really want to. Um, but I think this category, I think Elvis seems like an obvious choice because Elvis costumes, like it's such mm. a thing. But I think that's a little, it's a little too on the nose. I really personally mm. think that this is between everything, everywhere, all at once and Babylon. I th- Yeah, I, I kind of feel like they'll just like, just to give Damien Giselle something because you know how much they love uh you know how much the Academy loves Damien Chazelle. I think they might I, just yeah. give him this one. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. That's probably going to be my pick for that. Yeah. 
So let's see. Ne- next up, we got directing. This one's interesting. This is a really this is, is a stacked lineup. If I've ever seen one. Martin McDonough for Banshees of Inisherin. Of course, he was. Yeah. He was. He was. He, he killed it. Uh, Daniel Kwan and uh, Daniel Shiner, the Daniels for everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, my, my boy Steve Steven Spielberg Steve. for the Fablemans. Uh, Todd Field for Tar and Ruben Oslin. Thank God he got something for Triangle of Sadness. He deserves it. I I don't think he has a chance in hell, but <laughs> I'm devastated to not see Babylon here because I feel like. Mm-hmm. The direction of Babylon is part of what what I really enjoyed about it. So it's a director's movie. Like did, yeah. his movies are always about the directing. Like it's not yeah. like we'll we'll get into it more. It's but like the writing I had some issues with, and like even some of the performances. But the directing, like you cannot fault in that movie. It's it's like it's yeah. about that movie is about the directing. Yeah. So that <laughs> so feels like yeah. a snub for me, but it's yeah, th- this is this is an interesting one. I I was. I was kind of thinking I, I I have a feeling it's going to be a little bit split where I could definitely see Banshees because like the same way Babylon is very much about the directing. I think Banshees is like very competently directed, but it's not th- that movie is about the writing and it's about the performances. It's not about the direction. So I really I could definitely see Martin McDonough getting screenplay and then yeah, maybe everything ever everything ever all at once. I could imagine winning Best Picture and I think they might split it and give Todd Field directing. That's kind of what I'm. Oh, I, I thought a, you were going to say the Fablemans. Feeling. Oh, that's funny. No, I, I think I think the Fablemans is losing steam a little bit. Maybe I think my I thought process was kind of because one, I think, like we've sort of mentioned in other categories, I think people love Steven Spielberg, so there's mm. always going to be people who vote for him just because of who he is. But I also think like i also think that that the academy loves a movie um that's either just a biopic or biopic adjacent mm-hmm. um and, and it's about it's, movies and it's and they love movies, yeah it's about movies. movies it's semi about steven spielberg mm-hmm. but yeah i could see tar yeah it just it feels like uh having not seen either of these movies it feels like from based on all i know that tar seems like more of an accomplishment than the fablements especially because mm-hmm. it's because of like the rarity of it because like todd field's only made like i think this is like his third movie you know steven spielberg's I, been around the block a couple times <laughs> i don't know if tar is i think i think kate blanchett is like is the the best part of tar i don't know if the directing was my favorite part of it right so you but also i'm the like only i'm also spielberg. the only person who didn't like that movie so maybe I'm yeah <laughs> that'll be an interesting one we'll, we'll we'll see like who uh i think it's definitely gonna be one of those two so we'll see uh which of us is right yeah do uh do you want to get into documentary because i don't really have i don't have any-, any of these I don't have anything to say about these. Um, I do love this category. I, I try to watch these movies too. Like I mm-hmm. said earlier, I like a documentary, but I it, this category is always something that like I can never get ahead of. Like I try to watch mm-hmm. movies I think will be nominated for Oscars. I never know what documentary is going to be nominated. Yeah, for I always just watch them after. Yeah, but definitely Navalny's been on my. I heard that about that way yeah. earlier in the year, and I, I definitely want to check that out. But yeah, documentaries are cool. 
Love documentaries. Okay. Also, documentary okay. short film, which uh, short films are important. Love short yeah. films. Not we love a short it. film. <laughs> <laughs> Editing, important. Not sure we have to get super into it. Except that um, Top Gun Maverick is in there. Have you seen Top Gun? Not for cinematography. You you bet I've seen Top Gun Maverick. Are you a lover? You better believe it. I am a lover of Top Gun Maverick. I had a hell of a time watching Top Gun Maverick in the theater. Really? I'm, I was... Not not uh, spoiler alert for, uh, for a later category, but I'm shocked that it was nominated for Best Picture. God, was <laughs> I was just, surprised. Not... It's just the. It's just not. It's just not. It's not that an kind Oscar thing, movie. Yeah. It. It just. Feel, it kind of feels like they just kind of. I, I don't know. It just feels like they had. They felt like they had to do it for for the sake of movies. Like I, I loved mm-hmm. it, but like, what are we doing here? Like, come on, and like, give it like cinematography, man. Like, what 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 are we talking about? Film editing. <laughs> come on. Yeah. Why, why would you cut away from Tom Cruise's face? That's what I think. Yeah. Should we move on to um, original score? Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, let's do that. So this one is interesting because I've seen all of these except for the Fablemans. So we have uh, mm-hmm. John Williams for the Fablemans, who I mean, never count out, count out John Williams, who I I think I have a theory that John Williams is maybe the most universally beloved human on the planet. <laughs> like big claim. There, do you think there's do you think there's anyone in the world who's like ah yeah john williams overrated like that is i don't <sighs> think so i'm pretty sure everybody who knows who john williams is loves him and so yeah. I, like you never count that guy out he's like literally one of like the greatest if not the greatest like film musician of all time so mm-hmm. you never count that guy out but th- this is a, a great category. I think everything, everywhere, all at once, uh, which was not it, it. I feel like the music was the least important part for me. I would agree. I'm sure it's good. It, but it's just there's so much going on in that music that the last thing I was paying attention to was the music. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the Banshees of Inisherin, which is definitely like solid. I didn't really think it stood out. Uh, it's it. I mean, the, the music is great for the movie but like i said that that movie is all about the writing and and the performances mm-hmm. uh babylon which that's my pick that's my personal I pick and that's also it, yeah. me it's also what i actually think is gonna win i think if they're ever gonna give agree. it anything i think they're gonna and like like justin Hurwitz, he's he, he's basically i looked this up actually because I, I was listening uh, uh i basically like, one day of work i was doing i was doing some deliveries and i basically listened to every justin Hurwitz score <laughs> which is only four because he's only done Damien Chazelle movies, which is wild yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the Academy loves Damien Chazelle. And I think and I would I not Damien be surprised Chazelle. at all. Yeah. We, we all love Damien. Well, we no, loved- actually we don't all love, but here we, in yeah. this, on this podcast, we all love Damien Chazelle. Yeah. And just, I, I, I have like, I've been listening to the Babylon soundtrack like constantly that it, it's amazing that those tubas, this, it's, it's so good it's like it's it it really reminds me of um i actually i was meaning to send you this and i forgot to but there's a great band out of the uk called sons of Comet, Mm. which uh i can definitely as soon as i heard the music in the movie i was like oh this is definitely inspired by these guys and it's a it's a group they do a lot of horns like they have like a tuba rather than a bass player lots of percussion like lots of horns and it's very similar and i'm like i love that band and so as soon as i like saw the movie and just like like that hearing it in the theater like i'd be curious to see it 
if it kind of has the same impact at home or if it still works because just like the music in the theater sounded so yeah. great it was like so overpowering and like just like, especially that first scene is just like at the the party is just like the music is just so yeah. propulsive and just just it hits so you in the gut like it's just it's amazing well and as the, we the know black- um la la land being my favorite movie there has <laughs> there's no music on the face of this planet that affects me the way that the soundtrack of la la land does mm. and i think to a lesser extent babylon is in that same realm for me i think justin herwood's just in general like speaks to my soul in a way that other <laughs> um things don't but i yeah, I think for me that one stands out so much and I think that the score I yeah, the other movies that I've um I guess the only other one I've seen on this is Everything Everywhere All at Once. Like I just feel like I didn't really notice the score like you sort of said like it wasn't a, mm-hmm. something that stood out to me. Um and I yeah. think uh Babylon just had like a truly cinematic quality to the music. I think I think like We'll talk about it more, but I honestly think like probably 80% of what I loved about Babylon was the music. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm like obsessed with it. Like it, I, I can't stop listening to it. I, I love it. And we, we didn't talk about uh, the, the other nominee, All Quiet on the Western Front, which I'm actually shocked by because I really did not like the score for this movie. Wow. Mm-hmm. It was like the very rare case where it's like it was distracting because like I, I get what they were going for because it's it's very atmospheric and ambient and there's just this one kind of little um sort of motif kind of like synth chord sequence that just comes and it just like hits like a brick and it's it's actually a really cool kind of synth riff that they do and they kind of repeat this motif through the movie and i get the concept is kind of it's like it's very out of step with the movie because the movie's like it's set in like you know the, like 1914 or 15 and uh, and it's like this very kind of modern sound. I think it's, it's supposed to kind of throw you off and kind of make you uncomfortable. And mm. it's supposed to have that kind of weird, like I get what it was going for, but it just took me out of the movie every time. Mm. And it just totally didn't work for me. And I, I guess, I guess I'm in the minority on that, but that it's just, yeah, it, it really didn't work for me. I, I actually wouldn't be super surprised if they got it though. Cause it is a very unique kind of bold. It almost feels like a Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross score in a way, which always tends to do well but i i i would not be surprised at all if babylon got this or john williams yeah. <laughs> but probably babylon <laughs> i think so too and i hope so <laughs> have you heard any of these original songs uh no yeah i think we can just uh we can skip yeah. past that i and to, i think uh, i think not to not to from rr um rrr i mean um seems to be the lock anyways mm-hmm. so yeah, that the only thing I know about the movie is like that that song, that song. apparently is amazing. <laughs> yeah, should we go to? We'll best come back picture? around to best picture. Yeah, we'll come back. Well, around. We can come back around. We'll circle back. <laughs> uh, production design, uh, all quiet on the Western Front. Uh, Avatar, the Way of Water. Yeah, big is gym. This, is that's one of what two nominations for Avatar? I think so. Yeah, which is wow, kind of shocking to me. Or I guess, Honestly, I I'm guess, not super um, surprised. One of three, I guess. Sorry. Yeah, because I, I, I thought potentially it could have gotten cinematography, but the fact that it's all it's so digital kind of is not super surprising to me. I'm, I'm, yeah. It, it's yeah, I'm not super blown away by that. Babylon, which yeah. I would personally give it to, Elvis so and too. the Fablemans. 
I think with this category, when you really think about, you know, production design, I think it's Babylon. I think when you see that movie, you see, I mean, like, not that it's good to see the work or whatever, but I think you mm-hmm. just really see the vision that was there and everything. So mm-hmm. to me, it's a lock, but. Yeah, I don't think we have to get too into these uh, below the line categories. Yeah, uh, unless you have uh, unless you have a big take on uh, on the Batman versus Avatar versus Black Panther <laughs> versus Top Gun for visual effects, which is to be expected. But uh, I'm I would be shocked if Avatar didn't take it. It's that movie is an insane visual achievement. Yeah, like there, there's pre- that's pretty much a lock in in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm definitely more interested in. Uh, in screenplay you know this <laughs> this is this yes. is this is my uh, this is my zone uh in a adapted screenplay uh all quiet on the western front which i have an issue with because they barely adapted the book <laughs> it's basically just they just took the name and made a new movie yeah <sighs> uh <laughs> glass onion which i you know the less i, I can, loved uh, the, as little i can talk about glass onion as possible what? <laughs> I, I did you're a I lunatic did not enjoy it I know. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, living, which I guess uh, uh, adapted from uh, Ikiru, which uh, yeah, I I, just, I really want to see that. Top Gun Maverick, you love to see it in there, and uh, Women Talking, which is we'll be talking about in a little bit. Uh, some men and women talking about this on this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I'm very interested in this because I, I actually read the book uh, earlier this year when I heard oh, that yeah. the movie was coming out. And I, 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 I didn't love, love the book, but I, I thought it was really, really well written. And I could definitely, it almost, it feels more like a play. And I'm a big fan of movies That's that are I've either heard, adapted yeah. from plays or feel like plays. Because the book is basically just all these women, like like it says, they're 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 in a room together, they're and talking, they're having a discussion, and I, I, like I have a feeling I'm gonna absolutely love this movie. It feels like something they made just for me. Mm. But uh, I'm I'm not really not sure on this category. I think it might be part of kind of the the momentum of All Quiet on the Western Front. I think they might take it. I'm really hoping for Glass Onion here. You know, I'm. I loved that movie. I loved the original Knives Out, and I loved Glass Onion. I, I thought it was fantastic. Um, part of me thinks, um, like I've mentioned before, I think some people might vote Glass Onion as sort of because Knives Out was snubbed last time. Mm-hmm. I think some people, right. you know, might put the vote towards Glass Onion. I personally. It's one of the best sequels I've seen in a long time. Um, mm. I think, obviously, sequels are so hard to do right. And I think this is, like, my favorite sequel that I've seen in a really, really long time. I think it was yeah. close enough. The through line was close enough to the original while it's still being its own movie. And I I really enjoyed that. I thought... It, it's right. the best. I, I'm so tired of adaptations and reboots, and I, I hate a reboot. This is, like, so fresh still that I love it. It is a really great way to do a sequel. The fact yeah. that it's just, like, it, it's, like, uh, I remember I heard an interview with Ryan Johnson. They were they were talking about, like, 
like why couldn't they have just called it like a Benoit Blanc mystery? You know, because it's mm-hmm, like you mm-hmm. wouldn't even have had to have seen the first movie. It's just that character. And the 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 kind of potential of it is just endless. You can just just it let is. Daniel Craig dress up in funny outfits and solve mysteries and like just make like a hundred movies. You know, I would it's, watch it's, all a hundred. It's it's nice to just have that 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 really uh, that very like unique character, very like kind of just, just that that very specific character, and you can just mm-hmm. apply him to all kinds of situations. So it's a great. I definitely agree. It's like a it's a great way to do a sequel. I, and this yeah. is like this is a pretty weak category overall. I mean, like I think so too. I, I mean, I, like I said, I love Top Gun Maverick, but it's like best uh, best screenplay. Best I don't screenplay. Know. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. not that kind of thing. I would. I kind of. I wonder if maybe just like more because women talking. I think I wonder the fact that it doesn't have that many nominations just because it's been hard. It's really hard to see. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if maybe like just I think it has the a last chance. while it it became. It was more available, not so much here in Canada, but I know in the States it was kind of, it had a bit more of a run. I think it was on VOD for a while. So I'm wondering if maybe just leading up to the, uh, um, to the actual uh, event, if like more people are going to be able to see it and maybe it's, uh, maybe it's got a shot. Who knows? There, I, I wouldn't totally count it out because this is like a second. I, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now uh, my last one before best picture my favorite uh, my personal favorite category they always say this is yeah. the cool kids category and like <laughs> uh, I think if you look back that people say that uh, <laughs> people in my circle say that the people. Uh, um but if, if i think if you look back uh, i actually did this uh, a while ago uh, just as an experiment if you go back and look at some of the kind of weaker years at the oscars of like like best picture wise original screenplay a lot of times is I, or at least in my opinion is the one that should have won and i'm like mm. i'm a writer so i'm biased obviously but it is like yeah. you get the one that maybe they that uh is a little bit more divisive a little bit more kind of risk-taking and they can't it's not universal enough to get the best picture but they can give it a nod yeah i think it's i just think it's it's always it's pretty much always an interesting movie for uh, original screenplay so we have banshees of Inisherin, uh everything everywhere all at once the fablemans Tar and Triangle of Sadness, which is a great lineup. I think That's so a- too, but I think I personally think everything everywhere all at once has got this one because the story was just so unique. See, I I totally disagree. I think huh. I think I think there's almost no way the Banshees finish here and doesn't. I haven't seen it yet, so I, I, okay. Because the the script in that is so strong, and like I said, the I guess, the whole I guess, the biggest I guess that's true. What that movie really has going for it is that script, and I know like mm. people love Martin McDonough. He's been around, he, like he's been around the block. Like he, he's got so much respect in the industry, and like I, I just think like it, it's and that movie's had such a crazy momentum the last like the last little while. I think just not once it got onto HBO Max uh, in the in the states, like everybody, like it just everyone who saw it loves it, and it's like it's kind of hard to deny that movie. I think I think there's no way he doesn't win. That's like honestly one of my locks. So I'm I'm surprised that uh, maybe you might change your mind once you see it. But. Yeah, maybe. I also think now that I'm thinking about it, I guess it depends on what you think makes everything everywhere all at once so work so well. Because mm-hmm. I think I haven't read the script. It it depends on if if a lot of that of what makes it work comes from like the directing, right. production design, or 
the writing. I don't know. I wasn't there at the time. So yeah. I think. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and and also, like, I think that one has a way better shot at actually winning. And it's very rare that I, I believe, yeah. actually, I might be talking about my oh, my ass, but I'm pretty sure no. uh, people, the, the the winner of original screenplay rarely also yeah. wins Best Picture. Mm-hmm. So a I lot of times. Triangle of Sadness. Because that was yeah. a hell of a script. That's a great script. Great movie. They say that a lot Underrated. of times um, the runner-up for Best Picture wins uh, Best Screenplay. Mm. Right. Yeah, so I, I, I think it's a lock for uh, for Banshees, mm. I gotta say. Should so we uh, now the, move to the, the big, big one? <laughs> <laughs> the big show. Yeah, so for Best Picture, I think we've covered all these movies here. This is quite... It's actually very interesting. It's, very uh, it's all quiet on the Western Front, uh, Avatar The Way of Water, and Top Gun Maverick, which I honestly thought was impossible. I thought it was going to be one or the Whoa, other. So weird. I did not I did not think there was room for both because they're they're kind of there for the same reason, right? It's the it's like the money and the cultural significance yeah. and like the crowd pleaser. It's just like Avatar makes more sense here. to me, but mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, that yeah, that was kind of crazy to me especially that babylon spoiler alert is not in there mm-hmm. i think it could have taken one i think it could have taken top gun I spot agree. I we have agree. all quiet avatar top gun the banshees of inishirin uh, elvis everything everywhere all at once the fablemans tar triangle of sadness you love to see it love that and uh women talking which th- yeah. those two i'm also a little surprised slipped yeah. in there over a couple things i was actually wondering if maybe which I don't think had actually anything, unless maybe we skipped over it. But uh, the Woman King, I know, was total kind of snub in contention over over women talking. Believe- yeah. I I I cannot believe that that was one of my favorite movies from this year. I loved really? all part of. Did you see it? No. I I'm already a Viola Davis like apologist oh, yeah. not that she's ever done anything wrong but yeah <laughs> any she can do no wrong in my eyes like she's mm-hmm. so incredible and i felt like have, have all you seen of- widows no that was uh that was my probably my, my favorite performance of hers she's she's incredible yeah. but yeah she, she's she's always good so derail yeah. i just love widows and i always want to talk yeah. about it <laughs> no i just think it was i felt like so much of it was great like all the supporting characters were so engaging and I felt so transported into their world that like I didn't think it was going to win best picture but I I'm surprised to see not a single nomination. I'm mm-hmm. I'm really surprised by that. Yeah, I was that that was kind of uh for me that was um she said that was my woman king. <laughs> mm, <laughs> that was mm, a- another mm. where it was another similar to um All Quiet on the Western Front where I I read the book and but this one is a very close adaptation of the book. I actually, actually I watched the movie first, and I, I liked the movie so much that I watched the or that I watched the book. I read the book afterwards, uh, and it's like I, I I think just I think the fa- if it had been if it had had more of an impact because like, I know like it it bombed pretty pretty hard. Like yeah. I think I was the only person on theaters, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I, I it was literally I think I was the only person in the theater when I saw it. Which was which was uh, a little a little sad, but uh, mm-hmm. but it was I, I thought it was really good. I don't think it's it w- it was never going to be a front runner for best picture, but I kind of thought it would slide in like where where women talking is just kind of or triangle of sadness just slide in kind of near the bottom because it's it, like it feels just like a maybe a, a less culturally relevant version of Spotlight. It's very much like 
cut from the same kind of cloth. And I'm all about like I love Spotlight. It's one of my one of my favorites probably of like the last decade. And I just I love a good journalism movie. Like All the President's Men, I'm all about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that, that's it's definitely like it's definitely like my sweet spot. I'm 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 always in for. It. So maybe that's I rate it a bit higher than anyone else would just because i'm always a sucker for a good journalism movie but i'm a little it was just a, it was just real and it's so timely and it's uh and it was just so like competently like just like well made very like it was just uncomplicatedly good <laughs> so i kind of i kind of just ha- thought it might have a chance of squeezing in but no nominations at all which is kind of a bummer because i was rooting yeah. for it yeah, what wh- what's think- what's your yeah what's your what's your take here uh for best picture i think oh i don't know i i really do think that everything everywhere all at once um Mm -hmm. has kind of got it i think i think it's got everything best picture about it people loved the performances (laughs) people loved the story people loved um you know sort of like the story behind the actors as well um Mm -hmm. but i also know best picture is like a really finicky category um i i could really see it going to banshees um i would die of happiness yeah (laughs) i I, i've heard just like really good like good reviews of it and it's it's a bit more to me of a classic best picture nominee mm-hmm. you know i think yeah that and the fablemans are that kind and of the that fablemans zone. seem sort of like you know what you expect but like you said earlier everything everywhere all at once sort of like makes sense when you look at like the last few years with parasite and everything so mm-hmm. i i'm i'm i wouldn't be surprised and also um something else i kind of think about is the oscars in the last you know few years have been losing viewers and Mm. (laughs) i know that this is supposed to be a true democratic you know people vote and the votes win and blah 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 but so you think avatar is gonna win i think no i think (laughs) everything top gun best picture (laughs) everything everywhere all at once is also just really good for press i think Mm-hmm. Um, the fact sure. that it has such a high chance of winning best picture, I think people are going to tune in. A lot of people saw that movie. Um, a lot of people loved that movie. They love the actors and people want to see it win. So I, I, I think it would be a really good look for the Oscars for them to yeah. win as well. I mean, well. Th- that's, that's like people like me. Like, like I said, mm-hmm. I actually have like a horse in this race this year. I, exactly. I honestly wouldn't have been that interested in the Oscars, but I'm really into Banshees and I'm really into everything everywhere all at once. So that's yeah. like that's why I care. And that's why I'm going to maybe watch it. Maybe I'll just read about it afterwards, but I'm certainly interested. Mm-hmm. And also like, what if like, what if we all just decide that triangle of sadness is the best movie of the year guys? Like, just, let's just do it. Don't be cowards. It's <laughs> great. Just do it. Let's just do it. Come on. Like, let's just do yeah. it. It's easy. Triangle of sadness rules and more people should see it. It's such a good movie. Mm-hmm. So fun. So good. I do think um, there's a world. This might be, crazy but i do think there's a world where elvis wins this sounds insane but i also think again from what i was just saying 
people loved this movie. Like, I think people don't mm-hmm. realize how much people who actually went out and saw this movie loved it. Yeah. It was really and- common for girls, especially girls my age, to go see this movie five, six times in theater. This is a three-hour movie that they saw multiple yeah. times. I mean, it's just well, a spectacle. And also it, it was also really big with with older crowds, too. Yeah. Who actually had like more of a connection with Elvis. So it was mm-hmm. kind of like it it hit a lot of demographics. I think you're right. Like it it's there's definitely like a, I think it, it feels more like a dark horse, but there's definitely a chance. Yeah, I, I don't expect it to win by any means, but uh, if if they did end up, I I wouldn't be entirely surprised. Yeah, it it really shows you I, I'll uh, lay all my cards out on the table here. It shows you how how dumb I am because when I heard that movie was coming <laughs> out and I heard the runtime and I like saw the, I, I saw like some 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 clips and like stuff from it, I was like, Oh my god, that movie is gonna be a huge bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I literally could not have been more wrong. No, I <laughs> saw Austin Butler crazy. and I knew. I knew the girlies love Austin Butler. He's a movie star. To me, I really think mm-hmm. he's a movie star. I think people are going to tune into the Oscars to see him. Um, whether he wins or not, I think people will tune in. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's, yeah. 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 But I mean, by, by that logic, uh, Kiwi Kwan is also a movie star because I think people are going to watch I just think, to see him win. I think he's, <laughs> he is a huge figure right now. Movie star, I don't did, know, but a very, I think he will become a very important person. I, I, I'd, did I'd did watch you see, out for him. He's actually got, they already yeah. um, announced that him and, um, uh, him and uh, Michelle, uh, are, yeah. um, oh my God, what's her name? Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh. Uh, yeah. She uh, that they they have a like a Disney Plus show coming out. Yeah. Which like uh, I'll, I can't yeah, remember I'll what watch it is, it but literally yeah. just because of them. Exactly. Like, I, I yeah. Should we? Do you want to go uh, really quick and uh, make some quick predictions? Yeah. Should I okay. start? Or we're we're going start? back. Let's just go back to the top. And we'll go. We'll we'll go through it. And I'm probably gonna go back and listen to this and mark it down so we can do a follow up when the Oscars oh, happened wow. and. And then see who's closer. So this is not like this is like who you think is going to win, not who you want to win. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Okay, so actor in the leading role. What do you What are you thinking? Oh, I'm really stuck between Austin Butler and Brendan Fraser, but I I think I have to say Austin Butler. Yeah, I I'm the same way. I think, although if you're picking that, I think I'm actually. Er, it's I, that I, one's a my, hard my, one. My, yeah you know what i actually i could see brendan <laughs> fraser and also just to be just, a contrarian yeah <laughs> i know that's i think really i think I, it's yeah that's a that's probably the biggest race of yeah. uh, of any of them i think yeah I, i'm gonna go with brendan fraser for that okay what about uh okay actor in a supporting role i think uh that's a pretty easy one yeah. <laughs> that's a qa quad for sure a hundred percent that's my guess too same same with uh, lead actress Kate Blanchett. Um, Unless you're going to make the case for Anna de Armas. No, I'm. <laughs> I could. No, I think it's Kate <laughs> Blanchett too. True. Uh, supporting role. That's a bit tougher. <sighs> you kind of sold me on Angela Bassett. But I don't know if that. I don't know if that's my pick. I don't know if that's who I think's going to win. I'm just. This is a, a bad call, but I'm gonna say Carrie Condon. I think she might just come out of nowhere because she's so good in that movie, and it's got so much momentum, and she's very important in it. And it's a really like, it's just a really good. It's a good like 
supporting performance. It's not just a yeah. good performance, but she like she like holds the movie together. Yeah. So I'm, um, I'm calling my shot right now. I think I'm going to say Angela Bassett just because I think it's a boring answer, but I, I think that might be who wins. And this is kind of scary. All my all my terrible picks are going to be like in the public record now. I can't like I pretend know. that I actually picked Angela Bassett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, animated feature. It's got to be Pinocchio, right? Pinocchio. Yeah. It'd be fun if it was Puss in Boots or Marcel, but it's not going to be. Yeah. Uh, cinematography is a little trickier. I think it's going all quiet in the Western Front, though. I agree with that. I haven't seen it, but I I think war movies often do mm-hmm. do well in things like this. And, and I think that movie has so many nominations. I think it's going to pick up a handful of the kind of like the below the line kind of stuff. And yeah. I think that's probably an, an easy one for them. Mm-hmm. Y- you're not going to say Elvis or take a shot in Roger Deakins. <laughs> I thought about it, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think they've got other categories. Uh, costume design. I'm going to say Babylon. I don't know if that's the right think, answer, but that's what I'm saying. I think so too. I think they're, I think they're going to win both. I think they'll win score and costume design. Like yeah. the only two categories they got. I'm often uh, surprised by costume design winners, to be honest. So, um, hmm. I think Babylon's not actually a crazy choice. Watch it. Watch it. Just go for it. Watch them give it to Miss Harris goes to Paris. I hope so. I hope they get something. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, directing. I think. Mm, I think it's going to talk. That's yeah. such a random choice, but I, I yeah. actually think it's going to tar. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel too. good about it, but I think that's the choice. I think that's like, well, I, I feel, I feel pretty good about like, as I said, like I can't, my case is I think like everything everywhere will win best picture. I think Banshees will win writing. And I think Todd field will win directing. So yeah. they kind of all, they, I think they'll kind of split it. Yeah. Uh, documentary future. We didn't do, but, we, but documentaries are great. Watch documentaries. Uh, editing. I don't think we have to bother with. No. International feature film. I feel fairly confident it's going to be all quiet on the Western Front, even though I don't know much about the other ones. I'm going to say Argentina 1985. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know why. I just, I just think. I think maybe something you know about something it. I don't, and you're not telling maybe me I so do. you can win this game. <laughs> winning. <laughs> don't like that. <laughs> uh, music. That, I mean, that that's got to be for score. Justin Hurwitz, right? Yeah, yeah, I think Babylon's got it for score for sure. Yeah, um, if it doesn't, I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably do something I regret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna give him a piece of my mind. Yeah, ex- yeah. <laughs> uh, did we talk about production design a little bit? Right. Um. Yeah, we did. I again, I think, um, I think this is Babylon. But I could also yeah, I, see Elvis. I, but um, I guess for prediction, I'll say Babylon. I want to. Say, I'm gonna say. I'm actually wondering maybe the Fableman. I, I'll say Elvis. I think Elvis is probably. Yeah, that's probably I a good bet. Uh, short film we're not talking about, but short films are good. Watch short films. Uh, sound is also cool. Visual. I wonder what. You, what do you think about visual effects? Is there any way Avatar, Avatar doesn't win? No, I think. I think <laughs> especially since yeah. I don't think it's gonna win in other categories. I think mm-hmm. this is the one yeah. for them. They got to give it to Big Jim. Mm-hmm. Uh, adapted screenplay. I'm saying glass onion. You gonna go glass onion? Yeah, I think I think you're crazy. I don't. <laughs> this that, one's more of a personal no choice way. than what I actually think is gonna win. But I have. Yeah, to. I'm really torn between 
all quiet and women talking. I think it might, I think women talking actually might yeah. come out of nowhere. I think it'll mm-hmm. probably it'll be a surprise, but I think I think there's a good chance. And like Sarah Polly, like she she just she just put out her like memoir that everyone seems to or it's a well it's a series of essays, but it's essentially a memoir that everyone loves. I think that she's got like a lot of cachet right now, so I wouldn't be surprised at all if they gave it to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite category: original screenplay. I'm going Banshees for sure. Easy, the easiest yeah, pick. I'm I'm gonna go Banshees too. Yeah, there's there like I said, there's I would be like shocked if they didn't win. I thought I'd be mm-hmm. super down for Triangle of Sadness to get in there. I just want him to win. I want him to win something. <laughs> uh, then best, uh, best picture. Do we miss anything, or is it just best picture? Just best picture. Yeah, I. I'm I, yeah, going. I think. I think it's gonna be everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, I, which would I be think awesome. Yeah, that'd be so awesome. It's it's yeah like I mean we've we've talked about it a lot, but it's it's just pretty amazing that that's even a thing. It's like I said, so- if you like told me that like when it first came out, yeah. be like, there's no, like there's no way. But now it's like, it's it's just it's so exciting. Hmm. Yeah, I think um, I, I'd be somewhat surprised with if it, if they don't win. Hmm. It like I think there, there's definitely like so there's definitely a chance for Elvis. There's definitely a chance for Banshees. There's definitely Fablemans. There's definitely a shot. I think there's a world where Tar could get it, but I, think... I don't think so. No. Yeah, I don't think so. Hmm. It, I, I would. I I really just want to see Triangle of Sadness win, <laughs> but there's there's no way. But like, come on, Triangle of Sadness rules. You gotta watch. You gotta check out Triangle of Sadness. It's 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 I so will. much fun. It's on the list. It's a it's I try a wild to, time. At minimum, I try to watch all of the Best Picture noms. True. Yeah, actually, maybe I'll, I might do that this year because I won't have to watch The Whale, so that's chill. <laughs> no, I'm actually, going I've, to see The Whale. <laughs> I've pretty much knocked out. I think the only ones I still... What do you, what do you still have to see? Because I think I just have... I have Tar, Women Talking, and The Fablemans are the only ones I haven't seen yet. I've got Women Talking, Triangle of Sadness, Fablemans, okay. Banshees, All Quiet on the Western. Oh, it's the best. Oh, I've man, seen Top so Gun jealous. Maverick. Yeah. I, oh yeah. Not a fan. You and everyone else in the world. Yeah. You didn't, oh, you didn't like Top Gun. What do you hate? Fun. Um. No. I just. <laughs> what do you hate? Good things. I just like it. That movie is not made for me. It was. Yeah, I'm not the demographic made for, for that movie. Yeah, it's more for like cool kids. Yeah. So. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's more for like people who uh, like good things, like talkers. <laughs> 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 and uh miles teller good stuff jennifer connelly yeah boy oh boy <laughs> wow so we did it we did it that's it what are we at two oh this is really long <laughs> i knew yeah, I thank knew. god we didn't talk about babylon in depth no oh god but we will is i don't yes, know about you will. but i had a delightful time doing this and we're definitely doing some more episodes yeah to this because this was uh for the listeners this was uh this was kind of like a a test where you're like we'll do it and then if it's like if it's good then we'll keep doing it (laughs) if it's if it's fun then we'll keep doing it kind of thing and i had a good time so i'm 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 down for it yeah that was uh that was uh that was really fun i i I feel like now my like brain is like totally washed of like all my opinions it's so nice to just like (laughs) have finally vocalized these things so i can like finally relax 
I know. Finally I get a good like night's sleep. I can only <laughs> harass my friends so much about my opinions of these. I, I have to. I'm glad to have a place to share all my opinions now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and also Lauren is going to be literally traveling to LA just to go to an Oscar party. So I will. I'm very excited. How into it? Into this she is. And yeah. you, f- you actually found someone to go with, right? So you have to go I did. Yourself. I was originally going to go alone, um, but I did find a friend who is excited to go. I'm, I'm thrilled. Nice. I can't, I'm, I'm hoping to be able to hit the, um, the uh, museum, the Academy museum. Um, right. Yeah. Everyone keeps asking me if I'm going to try to go into the Oscars. I mean, We'll see. Everyone said they will not like um, get me out of jail if I if I do anything crazy. But um, hey, stranger things Some have friends. happened. Yeah, exactly. Stranger <laughs> things have happened. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just excited to be in um, in the energy of it all. I'm yeah. I expect to be yeah, there one is, day. This so is a, this is just this preliminary. is a good race. This is probably like the most interested I've been since the 2019 2021. With God. the parasite, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready. When is the? Is it? Is it's mid March twelfth. Oh man, so we got some time to go. Yeah, we got a little bit of time. It'll fly by though. Totally. Yeah, and uh, in the meantime, I've got, I've got plenty of, uh, of cool ideas for, uh, for episodes. So we'll, we'll keep, uh, we'll keep this up. Hmm. Yeah, I've got a million opinions about everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to say before we sign off? Um, gosh, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm just really excited for the show this year, not just because I'm going, but because, um, I think it has potential to be a good year of the show. I think they've really been Mm. struggling the last couple of years. So this is their shot, I think, to, uh, turn it around. So we'll see. Mm. No pressure. No pressure. All right. That's it. That's the show. Yeah. See you at the movies. See you at the movies.